Uh, check it out. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their Online menu at RealDeMinezRestaurant.com. Friday, January 12th is 1980s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Memphis Grizzlies at 7 p.m. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1980s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. It's Michael Adams, Mike Evans, Calvin Nat, Danny Shades, Wayne Cooper, and Bill Hanslick will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and a special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1980s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps. Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending, and I feel like I have the reins more than I did before. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do. Jesse Trujillo! He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. Mario! He's a millennial who keeps this train on track. Sort of. Will H.W. Peterson. He's the smartest man in Denver sports media. And he wrote about it in July. James Merlat. And he's the star of the show, the center of the morning universe, the one and only Vic Lombardi. All right, so a happy Friday to you. It happened to me this morning. Tell me if this has happened to you. As I welcome James Manchester Marillette, Will H.W. Peterson. Who do we have in there this morning? Is that Tanner? God, he's got that smile again. Just always smiling. Now, Jesse's here, too. It's because Marty O is taking his nine days off to go to that basketball game. Oh, Marty O's not here? No, he is uh, somewhere in Kansas, we think. So who's doing all of Marty O's work? Uh, I'll take care of the sugar fix. We'll do some terrible so texts. who's going to find all your mistakes? I think we're just going to have to pass on oh, this today. No, my favorite the, part of the, the show. Best segment in the show. All right, we can recruit Dan and Jesse today. Guys, guys, listen for our mistakes, okay? Or whatever we do that's wrong during the course of the show. Whatever nuances we bring to the show that you dislike. Remember him for the last segment. That's the best part of the show. So Marty's not here, and it takes two of these people to do Marty's job. Well, Jesse's not going to be here Monday, so Dan's kind of training for the way we do your show. It's but look kind at him smiling convoluted. at me. Yes. That smile is excessive, you have to admit. There's only so much a human being can smile. He's got a resting smile on his face. His resting face is a smile. 
which is really unfortunate. What happens when you need to smile, Dan? Turn your mic on. What happens when you need to smile? I, I'm like Buddy the Elf, you know. I just I, smiling's my favorite. But that's your natural look, right? Just that little grin. That you know what eating grin? Yeah, I'm like getting up at three in the morning to take a pee, and like I'm just smiling. How do people Nobody's know? Looking. Like when you're really happy. Yeah. I'm never really that happy, guys. All right, that's fair. That's how. Welcome to the welcome to the club. But that's how he gets all the ladies. Oh yeah. Um. So this happened to me this morning. Take a look at my Starbucks cup. Uh, that's a mess. Not okay. a mess. So what do you think happened? There's, there's uh, by the way, there's if you look at my Starbucks cup, I've got the venti with coffee marks up and down the sides of the cup. Okay, yeah. here's my theory, because this is what happens to, my to me. For whatever reason, I tend to pick it up by the lid. Yeah. And sometimes the lid comes off, and then it spills down the sides. That's what I think happened. What happened was this. As I'm coming into the parking lot, I'm holding the cup like this, ready to drink, and apparently I squeezed it a little too hard. The top of the cup, the lid, just Blew off like a volcanic eruption. Coffee everywhere. Hot lava coffee everywhere. My face, my neck, my car, everywhere. They have to invent something else. They got to put a zipper on this, Velcro. There's got to be a better way. This is ridiculous. Most people who drink coffee at Starbucks, they bring it in their car, do they not? Yes. This is a safety hazard. If I'm on the highway, that causes an accident. Well, if you were at McDonald's, you could have sued him. Well, I, I recoiled in the process. I recoiled when this spilled all over me. This is not cool. For those of you watching on Periscope at Altitude 950 at Vic Lombardi, you know my pain. Good morning to you. All right. Uh, it is divisional playoff weekend in the NFL. You're going to Vegas. I am. Normally, it's bye weekend. This year, it's divisional weekend. We're changing it up a little bit. So I will be there for the best NFL weekend of the year. Two games Saturday, two games Sunday. Let the parlays begin. Well, we got in this argument last year. I, I believe you called it the best sports weekend of the year. I disagreed with you. Yeah, that's that's a little much. That's fine. What are you What are you going with? I'll well, go with the first four days of March Madness. Yes. In terms of a, a weekend visit or a weekly visit to I, Vegas? I, I've been to Vegas for that. Yeah, it's that fun. Phenomenal. It's really, really good. That's fine. But you're also watching a bunch of teams that you know... Nothing about. Which makes it even better. No, it doesn't. You know nothing about. You know none of the the people involved other than the head coaches. And after that weekend, most people aren't going to care. Are most people going to know who's involved this weekend? Yes. Are most people going to care what the winners from this weekend do next weekend and then two weeks after that? Yeah. That's why it's a better weekend. It's more important. Yeah. Right. That's fine. I mean, you guys can go with the cliche answer. That's cool. How many times have you been to Vegas in the last year, by the way? How many times do you go? I go about four times a year. See, that's the very reason right there. Maybe six. That's the reason why it's Vegas and the Las Vegas lobbyists who perhaps will never allow sports wagering to become legal in this country. Do you realize how much money they would lose if wagering became legal? You know what? Sports gambling isn't that big a deal in Vegas anymore. It, it, per square foot, it's... Why, it, are you, why are you going? It's a, but I'm just telling you, per square foot, it's the worst real estate in a casino. You know what they make the most money on per square foot? Slots. No. Clubs. Mm. Clubs. You now where you're like paying dollars yeah. for a bottle of whatever, yeah. Yeah. that's now their most profitable per square but, foot But what brings area. the ladies to the yard? 
is what I'm saying. What brings everybody there? It is the sports wagering. It is the black the gambling. Jacket. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, yeah. so if you take that away, nobody has a reason to go to Vegas anymore. Mm, Vegas has turned into just this playground that I think people will still go there. You know where you need to go is Macau. That's the next big one. I'm told Macau makes Vegas look like a JV team. Macau is it. That's where uh, they have all their big-time casinos. It's a little longer flight. Whales. Yeah, it is. And where is Macau? Like Macau right near Hong Kong. Okay. I've been there. I was going to be about seventh on I my list. I played basketball in Macau in an outdoor stadium. Hmm. It is nice. Of course, that was a long time ago. Let's get things going this morning. We have a uh, pretty good show on tap for you. Who's our guest list today? Danny Shays? The Danny Shays. And we're giving away Nuggets Grizzlies tickets for tonight. And three three questions to glory a little later on. You know, I looked up something about Danny Shays. As I researched his background, I know much about him because he spent the bulk of his career here in Denver. Do you know how many years he played in the NBA? This guy's a 6'10", 250-pound man. He began his NBA career in 1981. His final team, for which he did not play, but he joined the team and he was waived, the Minnesota Timberwolves in 2000. Really? So it's like 18 or 19 years. Dude, that's two decades of basketball for Danny Shays. And now he's an investment broker in uh, in Phoenix. So we'll talk to Danny a little bit later, get a preview of what's expected tonight on 80s night. We, be, we get things going with big news right now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? <laughs> the big news right now. And play well. Miami with a four-man rush. Lances to his left. There's up in chase. Missed tackle. He lets it go, and it's caught. Up near the 51st down, Denver. You know what I felt like yesterday? I felt like Vito Corleone sitting among the five families in New York. That's what I felt like. I brought them together. I am a man of peace and harmony. I brought together yesterday at Shanahan's Restaurant Mike Shanahan and Jake Plummer for a one-on-one exclusive interview that we will air on Let's Talk Football next week, Altitude TV. We will also air the bulk of it, the entire raw version on this year' radio show. It was captivating, guys. Captivating. We know the history between Shanny and Jake. They came together in the early 2000s. Jake is a free agent, signed with the Broncos. Shanahan loved his game. And it ended badly. It ended the season after an AFC title run. It ended on a Thanksgiving night in Kansas City where Jake was replaced by Jay Cutler. Jake left the game entirely. Shanny, of course, went on to coach the Washington Redskins. They had a beef for several years. They decided to let bygones be bygones. And in the spirit of humanity, I brought the two of them together for a one-hour exclusive interview. We will air next week. I cannot wait. Fellas, I'll give you details of this interview. I'll give you a little more information. We spoke about everything under the sun, including the current Denver Broncos. Nuggets and Grizzlies tonight at Pepsi Center. Maybe that's just a wake-up call. Stop thinking we could just turn it on whenever. We got to come out and play from the jump. There's no way we should have lost that game. But um, they had energy from the jump. They see some shots go in. And now we're playing uphill the whole game. And we just couldn't uh, get over the hump. Um, if you're going to Vegas, this might be the game. I, I don't see the Nuggets losing to the Grizzlies, barring something crazy. There's just no way. This is a game they have to win. This is a must-win game, given what happened last go-around at Pepsi Center. 
This is 80s night. You can't lose on 80s night. That's not legal. Hey, uh, Brandon Marshall was on NFL Network. They asked him about which quarterback the Broncos should pursue. You guys played the Redskins Week 16. Oh, we did. You, yeah, you, you mentioned, did. <laughs> you mentioned the, the quarterback you played Week 16. Yeah. Is, is that... Are you sending a message to Kirk Cousins? I mean, I mean, the guy's pretty good. You know, I, you know, I don't want to send any messages, but I know he's pretty good. He's going to have a lot of suitors, um, and so it's going to be interesting to find out where he goes. I mean, there's a history. You mentioned that guy before. A veteran quarterback's coming to Denver. Just, yeah, absolutely. Just he likes himself some Kirk Cousins. NFL playoffs this weekend. We're down to the Elite Eight. These are fun games to play in, so you know, everyone has worked pretty hard to get to this point. Only eight teams playing this weekend, so you know it doesn't matter if you're young or old. It's a great feeling to, to be in this place. And what feels like a four-month bye, the Avs are back at it, riding a five-game win streak on the road in Dallas tomorrow. Wilson got away from Suter. Sorry, pass. Shot! Stop! Mm. It's his first of the season in his 17th game. Can't wait for uh, Moj to get back behind the mic. He's been frothing a bit. We've got plenty to jump on this morning. Piping hot takes, almost as hot as my hand after spilling this entire venti cup all over my seat. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Hot takes right around the corner. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. Coming up on the Friday edition of Kreckman and Harris, start your weekend with us 3 to 6 every weekday. We're going to get you ready for the Nuggets versus the Grizzlies, plus lukewarm locks and the weekend preview. We'll also talk to Pete Jensen from the NHL Network. Avs are back on the ice this weekend. We'll get his thoughts on Nathan McKinnon, the MVP of the NHL. We'll also talk to Lindsey. Lindsey! Lindsay Jones about the NFL playoffs. She's heading to Minnesota, Ryan. Oh! And we'll talk to Michael Adams, former Nugget. It's 80s night at Pepsi Center. Crackman and Harris, every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps. Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending, and I feel like I have the reins more than I did before. 
If you want to take your first steps to financial wellness, use the red key. KeyBank. Member FDIC. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a win at home against the Memphis Grizzlies. Free game starts tonight on Altitude at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets. Friday, January 12th is 1980s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Memphis Grizzlies at 7 p.m. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1980s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. It's Michael Adams, Mike Evans, Calvin Knapp, Danny Shays, Wayne Cooper, and Bill Hanslick will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and a special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1980s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A delay this morning on westbound I-76. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Sounds like it's a pretty bad rollover accident blocking the right lane with activity westbound I-76. Approaching Highway 85, traffic is getting by on the left side of the highway, but it looks like that has stopped traffic back to 96th Avenue. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I was playing uh, Dan Tanner's music, apparently. this Hey, Jesse, can you tell Dan that song I like, please, from Maroon 5? I want that three or four more times this morning, if you don't mind. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, our Power 5 question of the day, settling disputes in honor of the uh, interview I conducted yesterday between Jake Plummer and Mike Shanahan. It could not have been more pleasant, trust me. More details on that later. Nuggets uh, center Danny Shays, longtime Nuggets center, will join us at 8.30. Marty O's not here, but somebody will give us a sugar fix. Trust me, we got sugar fix necessary this morning. Right now, let's get it going. Our piping hot. Hey, I am the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. <laughs> Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital, top five percent in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's hot take. Ah, oh, this is fresh. This is karma. All right, so SC defeats CU the other night. Of course, Manchester goes off on his Tad Boyle rant. SC beats CU by 12. They call a timeout in the final 20 seconds for no reason whatsoever than for Andy Enfield to rub it in a little bit. Andy Enfield and Tad Boyle are now feuding. We get it. We know what started this whole thing. Tad Boyle mentioning USC. 
in his post-game speech last week about the FBI probe. Andy Enfield releasing a statement, not appreciating Tad Boyle putting SC in his mouth. And then SC tried to rub it in the other night at home. Well, look what happened yesterday. Seems to me that everything Tad Boyle was referring to was exactly right. USC guard DeAnthony Melton will sit out the remainder of the season after being linked to a federal investigation into college basketball bribery. This is the same DeAnthony Melton who was recruited by a certain SC assistant coach named Tony Bland who was arrested, arrested after a federal probe into college basketball corruption. So DeAnthony Melton is out for the season. He allegedly was given a $5,000 bribe in exchange for agreeing to sign with a financial advisor. This is at the heart of all of this FBI investigation into college basketball. Signing with these financial advisors who then, who then direct these players to certain schools. Therein lies the problem. There's where the recruiting issues occur. Andy Enfield's probably sitting there going, oh well, that's a redshirt year for the guy. He'll sit out and I got him next year, one year older. But how fitting for this to happen the day after, the night after, Andy Enfield shrugs his shoulders and says, what? What did we do? Uh, here's what you did, dude. You guys are cheaters. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. The Avalanche are finally back at it tomorrow night in Dallas. We were celebrating on Saturday night. We were celebrating on Monday morning because the Avs were in a playoff spot. Well, through no fault of their own, they're no longer in a playoff spot, and they're back with work to do, teams to jump. Again, that's what happens when you have a bye week. They still have game in hands, excuse me, a game in hand or two or even three on almost everyone in front of them, but they play Dallas tomorrow night in a monster game because Dallas has 51 points, the Avs have 47, but guess what? Dallas has played two more games, so you win both, including beating them in regulation tomorrow night, and then you're two points back with one game in hand. You can get tied with Dallas. The Avalanche cannot get fat and happy, and I'm not saying they will, but I'm sure the bye week was a lot of fun. Still need to see them come back focused tomorrow night in Dallas. Dallas had a bye as well. Jump them. Get on them early. Show that this streak is going to continue. you got three more at home after you go beat Dallas tomorrow night to continue to gain ground. But then, boys, we haven't talked about this yet. You know we've pumped this 9 of 10 at home, and rightfully so. Guess how many of their next 16 are on the road after that three-game homestand? What? 13. Wow. 13 yeah. of 16 away from the Pepsi Center. Obviously, the schedule was going to even itself out at some point. But, man, you got to find a way in these next four, get six, seven, eight points, because then you're going 13 of 16 away from the friendly confines of Denver, Colorado. I have faith in this Avs team because they're a step ahead of where we all thought they'd be. But it starts tomorrow night in Dallas showing that you took this bye week seriously. I hope you got some R&R. I hope you had a little fun. But I also hope the fun has now stopped. You skate today well, then you go down to Dallas, you win tomorrow night, you take care of business at home, and then the road trip that will define your season, one of many road trips, 13 of 16 on the road, begins, commences. Let us keep talking to you about it. Keep talking about you, Abs. We want to. Trust us. That's hockey, Will. Let's go to Vegas, James. It's Manchester's Hot Take. Vic, mine kind of dovetails with you, the uh, sliminess of college sports. Yeah. Um, we're seeing it uh, up in Fort Collins. I don't know if you guys caught the story, but uh, 
Remember they were going to hire Alabama defensive backs coach Derek Ansley as their new yeah, the up-and-coming coordinator. secondary, former secondary coach of the Alabama yeah. Crimson Tide. 36-year-old rising star. The Tide. Well, apparently that's not happening because after agreeing to take the job on Monday, Ansley is now going to be the defensive backs coach on John Gruden's staff with the Oakland Raiders. Mm. It's just so slimy. You accepted the job. You made a commitment. People put plans in place because you were going to come there and fill that role. And now Mike Bobo and company are back to square one trying to find a defensive coordinator. It's January 12th, and they don't have one in place. I feel bad for the Rams because this is a crappy deal because they found the guy they wanted. They offered him a good gig. He accepted it, and much like Butch Jones did with CU, he bailed for what he thinks is a better offer. I hope Derek Ansley's defensive backfield in Oakland is the worst in the NFL, and I hope he falls flat on his face because he stuck it to CSU, and that's just wrong. Wow, he's defending CSU this morning. Defending the Rammies, New Manchester. And that's crappy. It's crappy. Let me ask you this, just though. I don't like him doesn't mean I think people should be able to do bad things to him. If he accepted the job, why didn't they... Just get a contract. Well, I, I understand that. But that's just, that's somebody finding a technicality, finding a loophole, finding a reason to not feel bad about doing something. He knows that's wrong. You don't accept the job. You know, but you know, I'm old fashioned. If I tell you I'm going to do something, sure. I'm going to do it. If we have a handshake agreement, I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter if I have a contract that's been notarized me, by 17 hold on people. A second. How do you know the details of the agreement? How do you know the detail? How do you know the extensive details? How do you know it wasn't one of those, hey, let's just go and wait and see, you know, we, what, it's like recruiting. It's like college recruiting. How do you know a certain player isn't going to go to a certain school until he signs on the dotted line? Happens all the time in recruiting. Coaches, coaches pull scholarships out from under recruits all the time. I understand that. And that's wrong too. That's wrong, too. Two wrongs, three wrongs, four wrongs, five wrongs don't make a right. At some point, all those wrongs do make a right. No, they don't. At some point, it comes full circle and there's a right in there. No, they don't. At some point, somebody in society has to say, you know what? How about your word is your honor once again? I'm going to be that guy. Would you settle for a digital imprint via iPhone? I'd settle for, you know what? You said you're going to do it. Do it. That's what I'd settle for. Isn't that the coolest invention ever now? Have you done a uh, like home refi or anything like that where you've required a ton of signatures? Mm-hmm. You could all do it via digital imprints. Pretty awesome. It is so cool, man. You don't even have to go there anymore. You just get on your phone, you do... And it's nothing like your signature, right? It looks nothing like pen to paper, but it's close enough, apparently, that 20 years down the line when they look at these papers and say, is this your signature? Yeah, that's me on an iPhone. Did you know all that stuff, all those e-documents and e-sign and all those kind of things are secure via the same technology as Bitcoin. It's the same thing. Yeah, where's Bitcoin right now, by the way? Through the roof. Is it still climbing? Uh, it's kind of actually leveled out. But there's some other ones, the smaller oh, ones. Geez, don't Boy, they Did we ever are... buy a Bitcoin no, for our show? Crazy. This guy, this guy is like uh, old Harold during the gold rush over here, trying uh-huh. to find a pan. I'm going to give you a pan, get you out the clear creek. Well, I bought us a Powerball ticket, so it's only fair one of you guys buys us a Bitcoin. There's some silver up in the hills. By the way, we didn't get a single number on that ticket. Not one? <laughs> not one. Not one. That's pathetic. Let's here, I'll buy this week's. Do we have one this week? No. We, well, we could, but look at the billboards. What? what I mean, it? it's still fun to play, but like Powerball's at 50, Mega's at 45. We were oh. playing when it was at like 500. Oh, I know. You're going to turn your head to that. No, I'm not turning my head, but I'm saying 
It's fun to play the big ones. I've never purchased one of those things. I want to buy one today. How much does it cost? Two dollars. Here. Purchase one for me. Okay. Two bucks. Can I get right. half of it? Yeah, two bucks. There we go. I've never purchased a lotto ticket. We have the office downstairs. I believe it opens at 8 or 9. We'll go get it. You can buy one here? Yeah. You walk by it every morning. All right, so do we do we get to choose the numbers, or do they just give us numbers? You choose your lucky numbers. All right. We'll do that later in the show. Uh, coming up next, your reaction to our piping hot takes. Plus, uh, don't forget Danny Shays at 8.30. Uh, another chapter to the DU Pioneer story. That thing gets... More interesting every day. Plus, we're giving away Nuggets Grizzlies tickets tonight. Did you like the 80s? Did you grow up in the 80s? Did you wear Z Cavaricis? You can go to the game tonight by answering three simple questions. Trivia time later in the show. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Fire in the dead of winter. The abs buzzing right now. They catch it with a reach up. He scores! Five in a row. Here they come. Eric Johnson. The other side shoots. And he scores! And the Condor soars again. The abs are back in action tomorrow when they visit the Dallas Stars. Three game starts at 6.30. Moe's has the face off at 7. Oh, my goodness gracious. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing, meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Here's your National Western Stock Show update, brought to you by Lifetime Windows and Siding. Today's highlights include two pro rodeo performances in the Coliseum. From bronc riding to mutton busting, you don't want to miss any of the action. Your grounds admission includes free livestock shows, kids' activities, and Colorado's largest Western trade show with acres of food and shopping. This National Western Stock Show update is brought to you by Lifetime Windows and Siding. Great windows at a fair price. Call 1-800-GET-WINDOWS or go online to LifetimeWindowsColorado.com today. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department located on 570 in Colorado. 
you will ensure the deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package, starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps. Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending, and I feel like I have the reins more than I did before. If you want to take your first steps to financial wellness, use the red key. KeyBank. Member FDIC. Guys, listen up. We all love those hearty home-style meals. You know, the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's be real. We aren't going to cook that up. That's why I get my home-style meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic for the Black Eyed Pea. When I have a craving for those home-style meals, the Black Eyed Pea is my go-to. Half-pound burgers, ribeye steak, and don't forget about their made-from-scratch desserts. Locally owned and operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A decent drive so far on I-25, a little bit lighter than normal traffic, so you have good speeds through the Tech Center, 225, I-70, 6th Avenue, and 285 in the Boulder Turnpike, all accident-free. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Bit of a slowdown, though, on C-470, making your approach to I-70, where there's some activity off to the shoulder. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today, they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment, pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. And obviously last night was not even close to being good enough. If we're really sincere with the goals that we set forth back in Boulder in September. Uh, so the really the, the decision was one from a physical standpoint and then two mentally, you know, think about what happened last night. Think about what happened in Sacramento and against Philadelphia and the fact that we're two and four in our last six games. You know, individually, what do you have to do to help change things? Because where we are right now is not close to being good enough. That was Michael Malone on this show Wednesday. Is it Wednesday or Thursday? What's today? Today's Friday. He was on with you Thursday. Jeez. When will I ever get the days right? I talked to Coach Malone last night. You did? There was a uh, meet the team party down at Pepsi Center. You were there? Which was cool. I took my three boys down. They got to shoot some hoops with Richard Jefferson and take photos with 
Nicola and Jamal Murray and everybody was there. It was really cool. And Coach Malone was over to a little like mini hoop shooting thing, and I talked okay. to him for a while, and he was he was about as fired up as he was with you on the air. What'd you say? Uh, well, I introduced myself yeah. and I talked to him about how I thought it was a great interview, and we really appreciated the honesty. And fans were lighting up the text line, telling us that they appreciated what Coach had to say, and he reinforced what he had to say. Do you ever believe in the back of your mind? Because he is so blunt, so honest, so forthright. You know, he took ownership of that loss. He says, it's on me. I've got to do a better job preparing these guys, having these guys ready. Do you ever think in the back of his mind that, wow, he's sort of digging his own grave there when he does that? Or is, or do you, do you like that? I like that. I don't, I, I like when somebody's all in, right? I mean, I don't like when somebody gives him, it's part of what made me mad about the Tad Boyle thing. He gave himself an excuse for losing to USC three days before they went to USC. I don't like that. He gave himself an excuse for being 12 and 9. He gave himself an excuse for missing the tournament three out of four years. I don't like that. But if you're, that dealing, bothers me. But, but, but if there's a certain handicap you're dealing with that you know is wrong, that you know is a product of another team or another school or another person cheating and no one else sees it, I, I'm sorry. I, I'll let people know about it. I, I, I understand that. And I, a little bit like me saying, hey, somebody's got to call out these, people who make commitments and then don't live up to it, somebody has to be the guy who was willing to say, hey, this this, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. I understand that. But it, you you don't get there, don't think that part of that is just making an excuse ahead of time? No, because he still played the game and still wanted to win. He still got competitive zest to win the game. It's not like he laid down and said, oh, well, they're better than us because they have better recruits. He was still mad. He was still angry. He still has all the He still has the personality of a coach who wants to win. Doesn't take away from that. The, the Malone thing intrigues me because I think he's got such a strong relationship going with Tim Connolly and Josh Kroenke. They all understand. They all understand the the amount of time and the amount of patience and the amount of commitment it's going to take to turn this ship around. Well, and here's the other thing. And when I say turn it around, I don't mean just win here and there, dabble. I mean turn it around. Here's the other thing about it, though. I don't think the problem is coaching, meaning I don't think the problem the other night was the coaching staff didn't tell him, guys, we got to be ready to go tonight. They're just because they're 10 and 30 doesn't mean this is a free win. They're going to show up and play. I don't think it was the coaching staff that wasn't ready to go. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was the coaching staff in New Orleans that didn't tell them, hey, Holiday always goes left and Anthony Davis always goes right. Uh, they're they're doing the scouting reports. Yeah. They're giving the they're giving the players the game plan. They're setting the stage and trying to get people ready to go. Mm-hmm. I, at some point, it's the people who are supposed to follow the orders, not the one giving the orders. Right. You can only tell someone so many times this is how we need to do it. At some point, they just have to listen. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. We'll uh, recap a couple of our hot takes in this segment. Uh, my hot take was on Andy Enfield being. Well, the hypocrite that he is, going off on what Tad Boyle had to say, and then the very next day, one of his guys, one of his recruits, one of his freshmen, gets suspended for the rest of the season for accepting a bribe. Thoughts? Timing? Irony? It was a bribe from a coach who got arrested, right? It was a financial advisor who steers these players to certain schools. There was an assistant coach on the USC staff who was arrested we're seeking out these financial advisors. So I can see what you're doing here. You're needling Manchester. Of course I am. 
I can see it. Of course I am, because Manchester kept saying, ah, what's Tad barking about? Well, I've got a case That's in point. That's not what I said. I, got I right never here. said that. I never said USC didn't do anything, Arizona didn't do anything. Well, I mean, listen, man, that's a blatant... Okay, so this all just started three years ago, because prior to that, nobody cheated in college basketball. Nobody cheated because when when the Buffs were winning 24, 24, 21, 23 games, going to the tournament three out of four years and winning a Pac-12 title, nobody was cheating. Now, when they're not, when they're mediocre every single year and they don't make the tournament and a trip to the CBI is a big reason for a parade, now it's about the cheating. So why were you able to win before in an environment where you were doing it clean and everyone else or a lot of other people weren't? Because and now he, you can't. What's changed? Because those teams that are cheating have now gone ahead of you. They're cheating, they're cheating more? They're cheating better? They're, they're cheating they're better. Che- they're cheating different than because, they used to? Because SC wasn't cheating as prominently as SC is cheating now under Andy Enfield. Those teams have moved up. Yeah. Yeah, they're, I don't you buy that. your own question. I don't buy that. I don't believe that the cheating is worse now than it was then. Well, it's enough to, enough to issue an FBI investigation. Which doesn't happen much in sports. I think it's the program has plateaued. If anything, it has regressed, and it's time to start making excuses. That's what I think it is. I've never said what they do in Arizona is okay. I've never said I'm fine with what happens at USC. I've never said those programs are squeaky clean. What I've said is find a way around it. Be better. Be better. Find a way to win while being clean. Because you know what? You were able to do it your first four years in Boulder. Why can't you do it now? That's a logical question. That's a fair question. Regarding James' hot take on the DB's coach from Alabama agreeing to take the defensive coordinator's job at CSU and then stepping away and moving to Raider Nation, he'll join John Gruden's staff as a coach up there, even after he agreed to join CSU. Somebody on the text line, 1203, says, hearing it's now Jancic? Yes. From Georgia. Who's Jancic? Uh, it is. He's 49 years old. Uh, he was a defensive assistant with uh, at Central Michigan. Then he joined Mike Bobo on Georgia's staff for a few years. He was at Cincinnati as defensive coordinator for three years. He was uh, at Tennessee, and then he was fired uh, as part of Butch Jones' staff. All right. HW's uh, heater had everything to do with the Avs and their five-game win streak. I'm very eager to see how they come out in Dallas on Saturday. Me too. What if they come out and just give up three in the first, and you're like, damn it, bye week, stupid bye week? Well, and the reality is it was the tone of my hot take. They don't have any room to, to mess around because the bye week teams have jumped them as expected. And, yeah, games in hand are great, but you have to win those games in hand. By the way, great. it does not look like Varley will be ready by Saturday's game. Jonathan Bernier was the goalie yesterday, and it looks like they're calling up a backup. And I love I love Varley, and I'm excited for him to get back at some point. But, Vic, right now, Bernier's playing great. Yeah, but, you know, you can settle that for a couple weeks, but long-term, you need Varley back. I would agree. But I would rather not rush him back and get him healthy as opposed to rush him back now and he does something that hurts him the rest of the way. You're right, though. Take advantage of the schedule when you return home because, as you mentioned, how many are on the road? 13 of 16. Wow. Uh, the month of February is going to spent on be spent on an airplane okay. in the Colorado Avalanche. All right, so take advantage of it right now. Uh, somebody on the text line asks a question of us seven five eight four John. Thanks for putting your name at the end of the text, John. John says, "Guys, I'm informing my company this morning that I'm resigning to take another job. Any advice?" Well, it all depends how you were treated. It all depends on how the divorce happened. 
It all depends on whether or not you're leaving the company on good terms. I would never advise you to do anything stupid and foolish that would hamper your job security in the future. Never burn a bridge. No. That's the best policy in life. Even if it's even if it's deserved, even if your boss is a jerk, even if you want to go in there and just blowtorch everybody on the way out and you'll feel better for having done it, short term. Short term. Long term, you never know. It's amazing how small the world is and how you cross paths with people. I had a guy, I remember he worked as a sportscaster in Tucson long time ago. Didn't like his news director. Left to take a job in Phoenix. Before he left, he left the news director a little gift on his desk. Mm. It wasn't a kind gift. It wasn't a kind gesture. It was bad. Was it a... We'll move on. The point of the matter is, he felt good short term. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what happened four years later? That news director became the news director at his station in Phoenix. The very next morning, he walked into the news director's office, turned in his key card and key, and knew right away he was done. See you later. Thanks for playing. That's what I'm saying. That's a (laughs) prime example of what I'm saying. He felt better. He had a funny story to tell everybody at the dinner party, and then it came back to bite him. Take the high road. So do you want high road? Are you soliciting advice? Like you'll be a doctor of advice on the text line? Anytime, brother. Who's that? Who's that advice lady? That was on the paper for years. Dear Abby? Dear Abby. This is Dear Vic? Yeah. Dear Vic. I'm thinking about quitting my job. I think we have a new segment. No. Dear Vic. Dear Vic. You name it, I'll advise. Uh, Louis says anyone who who has followed CSU men's hoop since Ted arrived knows that he's thrown dirt at cheating programs all along. Just wasn't nationally quoted after a big big win like it was against U of A. That's directed at you. Well, he actually was quoted after the win after over... Oh, no, it was that yeah, over... Yeah, U of A. Yeah. Now, he's done this all the time. He's always called out cheaters, according to Luis. Now, okay. I don't remember so pronounced, Luis. I don't remember something like that, but... Did he say, hell yes? Yeah. 15 that, times? That was more pronounced. Because he doesn't cheat. You know, it takes a lot... It takes some collones to call out cheaters, because you know that they're going to look under your rug. Who was the, the texter? Luis. Luis, yeah. Luis makes my point. So if he's always called out cheaters, means there always were cheaters, and he was able to win before, and now he's not. But maybe what the, changed? Maybe the fact that they're still cheating and nobody's doing anything about it. Fine, I understand why he's frustrated. What changed? Why is he not able to win now when there's other people that are cheating? Why? David on the Twitter feed says, can we rename this morning the Shays Lounge? In honor of Danny Shays, who joins us at 8.30 this morning. It is 80s night at the Nuggets game. If you want to attend the Nuggets game tonight, we are giving away tickets. What hour of the show are we giving away these tickets? They're going to be hard to come by. 9 o'clock hour. 9 o'clock. All you have to do is answer a series of trivia questions. Up next. (laughs) The other station's already doing this. They beat you to the punch. The other station's already in round four of the NFL draft. They're already breaking down round four backup linemen. Have you done your mock draft? I've done seven already yeah. just to keep up. Yeah. The other stations are way ahead of us here. Next segment, Greg Rosenthal came up with his top 25 NFL free agents. How many of these free agents do the Broncos have a realistic shot at? That's next. 
Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Don't miss the National Western Stock Show going on now through January 21st. Acres of Western shopping and the Super Bowl of livestock shows. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is celebrating the new year all month long with incredible deals. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Check out the new 2017 Rogue S all-wheel drive for just $172 a month and $19.99 due at signing. Plus, Nissans are up to 20% off MSRP. That's right, up to 20% off MSRP. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Off I-25 at 104th. Driven by you. 36 months, at least 12,000 allowable miles per year. VIN HP 543682. Two or more available. Residual value 14100. Security deposit with approved credit. Excludes GTR. All prices include 599. Plus tax title and license offerings. 2218. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Minas Restaurant. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps. Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending, and I feel like I have the reins more than I did before. If you want to take your first steps to financial wellness, use the red key. Key Bank. Member FDIC. It's your favorite time of year at Pepsi Center. Nathan McKinnon. Don't miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche. And the Avalanche win the game. Tickets for all games are on sale right now. Reserve your seats today at ColoradoAvalanche.com. Go Avs, go. Altitude 950 traffic update. C470 seeing a delay making your approach to I-70 because of an accident there. It's backed up traffic to Alameda. Traffic is brought to you by the Rock and Roll Marathon Series. Delay north on I-25. Watch for a center lane stall at Auraria Parkway. And on I-70 westbound after Monaco, it's report of a left lane crash. Rock and Roll Marathon Series is gearing up for the best year yet in 2018. This best in class running experience is one you won't want to miss. Register now. RunRockandRoll.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Here's 
Breeze stepping up, delivering down the middle, and it's going to be taken in for the on the field. Ted Ginn in his hands, and Ted Ginn will go all the way. Saints get it on track with a big play. 80-yard touchdown reception. Should be fun this weekend, the uh, Elite Eight in the NFL playoffs. I, I still like your proposal there, um, H.W. I like the Saints' path to the Super Bowl. Last week, New Orleans. This week, Minnesota. Next week, New Orleans. If Atlanta wins. Exactly, and they will. And then two weeks after that, back in Minnesota. Just a hopscotch jump around the playoffs for the New Orleans Saints. All right, uh, from now until draft day, you're going to hear people talk about who the Nuggets should draft, where they should fall. From here until March, you're going to hear about free agent opportunities. I always believe John Elway will do more in free agency than most, especially coming off a season as they had where uh, the quick fix is necessary. Now, those of us who think that they should just bite the bullet and rebuild for a couple of years and just go with a young quarterback, let him learn on the job, not as many people out there are that patient. Patience is not a virtue in Broncos country. A lot of people want to go the free agent route. A lot of people want to fix it right away. That's why they came up with these free agent lists. What is this list you speak of, H.W.? Well, this is from Greg Rosenthal of NFL.com. He's got his top 25 free agents of 2018. Uh, he has the caveat for now. You guys want to dive through a few of these and, and see if you like them or not? What, what do you mean by for now? Unless they well, resign with their current teams and here's the or get franchise problem I have with it. Yeah, a lot of these guys aren't going to actually be on the free agent market. Yeah, Drew, Drew get Brees is not going to be a free agent. Correct. Are you sure? Jimmy He's Garoppolo not. is not going to be exactly a free agent. Exactly right. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know how I can tell you that? I asked Mike Shanahan yesterday. Yeah, I have a source. His his son's Kyle. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure of that one. So they're just going to franchise the kid and take him off? Damn straight. How'd that work out? You really think they're going to let Jimmy G walk? How'd that work out with uh, the Redskins and Cousins franchising How'd him? How'd it work out with Von Miller? How'd it work out with DT? How'd well, it work eventually out with got a long-term Ryan deal Clayton. done. How'd it work out with Matt Prater? It's a bridge to a long-term deal, as opposed to letting him go on the free agent market so, so anybody can woo them. Who's the last quarterback to get franchised that it worked out with? Uh, didn't Matt, did Matt Stafford get franchised? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I just thought in good faith yeah. you were supposed to do these extensions before you franchise. What's the, who's the last really good quarterback to hit the free agent market and walk? Peyton Manning. Okay. And there was extraordinary circumstances to that. So my point is teams don't let really good quarterbacks walk. They're not letting Jimmy Garoppolo anywhere near the free agent market. All right, well, then let's go through this list with let's realistic names. See. How's right, that sound? See. Let's see what he's got. All right, so one is Jimmy G. You guys don't even want to he's, talk he's, about He's going to go back to San Francisco. He is the quarterback of the future and the present of the San Francisco 49ers. Fact. Breeze at three you guys don't want to talk about. He is the Saints quarterback and will end his career as the Saints quarterback. Fact. Le'Veon Bell at four, I assume you don't want to talk Why about. Why is he crying about his contract right before a playoff game? That bothers me. I'm not sure Le'Veon Bell gets franchised. Because of the fact that he's a pain in the neck. Why is he and, doing this? And the Steelers have a history of letting people walk. Now, it's typically been on the defensive side. You know, they let Greg Lloyd walk. They let Kevin Green walk. Like, they've done it over and over and over again. So that one wouldn't shock me. Yeah. And he's a running back, and he gets banged up, and he's had off-field issues. It wouldn't shock me if they let him walk. You know, this goes back to my line of questioning, because it's somebody from ESPN who started asking... Le'Veon Bell about his future and asked about his contract status, and he answered. That, I guess before a playoff game, 
it would never it would never be top of mind to ask somebody like that about what his contract. I mean, I would ask about the game. Well, who cares about the contract situation after the game? Yeah, I don't why like, does it go there? I, I'm with you. I don't like the question, but it, it's what we talked about the other day. Of half the time we were in New York prior to Super Bowl 48, we were talking about, wow, are they going to re-sign Decker? I mean, that's what, I mean, what they, they're doing. It, it, I want to get into another time. Does that make you a great journalist because you got that? Because you got Le'Veon Bell to talk about his contract? Does that make you some great freaking 60 minutes journalistic? I don't know. Line? If you ask the question that now is the lead story yeah, on I a mean, lot of sportscasts, I, I, I get maybe. it, but, but it's not the story of the weekend. The story of the weekend is Pittsburgh is playing Jacksonville in a playoff game. I could ask a lot of stories that could elicit some crazy responses. Le'Veon Bell, do you believe that the earth is flat? And you might get a crazy answer, and, 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 and then exactly people right. will be talking about but, it. But but what is the topic? What is the story? What should, I just I, it, it bothers me to no end when people take these interviews to places that they know is going to garner attention more than anything else. People like to talk about the off-field stuff more than they like to talk about the game. Well, I I, I don't want to tell you that there's an, a right way or a wrong way to conduct an interview because we're all we're all swayed by biases. But what if I had sat down with Jake Plummer and, and Mike Shannon yesterday and talked about, I don't know, satanic worship for three minutes? I mean, it's ridiculous, right? You talk about the subject matter. I would tend to agree with you, but I, I get why they did it. All right, so Le'Veon Bell. I would be I would be all in on Le'Veon Bell to answer your question. All right, Demarcus Lawrence is five. Allen Robinson is six. Sounds like neither is going anywhere. Intriguing name at seven is Teddy Bridgewater. No. Too fragile. Too fragile, damaged goods. Does anybody know if Teddy Bridgewater is going to be Teddy Bridgewater? No. And what was Teddy Bridgewater before he got hurt? Yeah, yeah, exactly. A marginal quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, number Came eight in here and lost, didn't he? Didn't he lose here? At, yes. At uh, Mile High Stadium. It was a close game, though. Good, good. Didn't AP good have a long touchdown run late? He did. Uh, number eight's an intriguing name, Sheldon Richardson from the Seahawks. They traded for him in a win-now move. Didn't work out, but he could plug up the middle. I like him and Domita Pecco in there together. You're, uh, are you, I mean, I do like him because I'm not sure Derek Wolf is coming back, so I think you need help up front. Now, I know it's not exactly the same position, but I do think you need better bodies or different guys in there, better players guys, in there. You guys are looking on the wrong side of the field. If the Broncos are going to spend free agent money on any of the trenches, it's going to be the offensive trenches, not the defensive trenches. I tend to agree with you. So I'm looking down this list. I'm trying to find the first offensive lineman of significance. I see Jarvis. See how Jarvis Landry would interest me. Jarvis Landry would interest me much if if they release or trade or part company with Emmanuel Sanders. Sure, but then you, you're still going to have a ton of money tied up in two receivers, which I don't think makes a lot of sense. Sammy Watkins intrigues me, but then you've got two guys that they're, they're similar. Rams may franchise Sammy Watkins. DT and Sammy Watkins are too similar. I think Jarvis Landry is a good replacement for Emmanuel Sanders because they're similar. You know, they're speed guys. They're downfield guys. Smaller receivers. What about Case Keenum at 14? Do you 100% buy Case Keenum? No, not a, you don't 100% buy anybody. Well, I mean, if, if Drew Brees is on the market, you 100% buy Drew Brees. For a year or two. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but would it shock you if Case Keenum becomes falls flat land? on his face? No. Right. So I, I have no interest in Case Keenum. I don't want to tie up big money in a quarterback that I don't know can play. I would rather draft Baker Mayfield at five than than sign Case Keenum. The first big free agent lineman on Rosenthal's list at fifteen, Andrew Norwell, offensive guard of the Carolina Panthers. Now I don't know how much these free agent guards are going to make. Remember now, last year 
John Elway devoted a pretty good penny to a free agent tackle that didn't work out too well either in Menelik Watson. Yeah, but Norwell was an all-pro yeah. this year Ron in Carolina. Leary, Ron Leary was a great investment. Will we say that? Not great, but good. He was a good investment. Good investment. That was a good signing. So if you put Norwell on one side, Leary on the other, Paradis in the middle, Bulls at left, left tackle, find a right tackle and make McGovern your swing guy along with Max Garcia, that's not terrible. Or maybe move Bulls to right tackle. And go down to number 20 and bring someone home. Here's number 20 on the list of free agents that is very appealing to me. This is his home state. A free agent of your New England Patriots, Nate Solder. Tackle. I would think you would have a little bit of a uh, of an advantage if he hits the free agent market. Now, didn't matter with Calais Campbell, but Nate Solder played high school football in this state. He played college football in this state. He has deep roots in Colorado. He's from Buny. So I, I do think that one is, and he's a very good tackle. He would be an upgrade at left tackle. Well, See, Nate spends a lot of time in Colorado in the offseason. I think this is still a... a in large part, home for Nate. Well, my list is done. I, I don't need to look at another name. I'm turning this off. I'm coming off this page. That's it. If I'm a Denver Bronco uh, front office type, my one target, my chief target, the one guy I'm going for is Nate Solder. That's it. I'm done. Thanks for playing. Like that list. It's was a fun process, but I would agree I'm with you. I'm dead serious. It's all, I, I don't need to look at another name. I don't want any more. Don't bother me. Don't. I don't want to be looking and scouting. Give me Nate Solder, who becomes a free agent. Fortify the tackle position, get that out of the way first, and then everything will fall into place. I'm done. My work is done. So There's no reason to, to do this for 45 more days. If you had to choose between Solder and Cousins, who would you take? It's over. I will go offensive lineman first. It all depends on your identity. You know what? Mike Shanahan told me something very interesting yesterday, because I posed that question to both Shani and Jake Plummer. I asked them about Cousins. And Shani's response, intriguing to say the least, I'll share what he said. We'll play what he said next week in its entirety. But I'll give you a little hint of what he told me yesterday. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets host the Grizzlies at Pepsi Center. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock with a pregame show. Game and way at 635. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE Parker, Denver, home of the Moe's. And Nuggets and Denver's All Sports Station Altitude 950. And this thing is Wait for it. Now back to Vic Lombardi. Alright. Wanna thank our long list of Twitter followers. Bad take tweets. Whoever you are, thank you for passing this on to us. We have breaking news in baseball. Breaking news on Altitude 950. And this time the breaking news applies. It's not that fake news that HW likes to throw out there. This is real breaking news. Breaking news on Altitude 950. It's actual news. Yeah, this it's not is like newsworthy material. This hey, is stuff, rumor. Exactly. This is stuff that just happened. Well, when the way breaking news on altitude nine fifty. When the Wade Davis stuff happened, it was actually breaking news. Thank you. That was breaking news, but that's not when this all first started. You had like rumor mill 
something or other that wasn't actual news. Yeah, this is a legit checkmark source who came up with news. Breaking news on Altitude 950. According to John Heyman, Charlie Blackman agrees on a new deal with the Rockies avoiding arbitration $14 million. Woo! So, oh, 2018 is taken care of. Yeah. It's good, but can we get a long-term deal done? That's the next question. Does all this spending, I mean, part of me is like, yes, all right. Mm-hmm. It was my New Year's resolution I, for the Rockies, I, I, right? I, I, Push you, the chips all in. Can you add up where they're spendthrifty ways, where they're at right now, and how much money they've spent? I will get to work on it. You know, I'm, I'm the math you guy. You are the math the guy. You should know that off the top of your head. So $14 million one-year deal for Charlie Blackman. Uh, compliments of John Heyman, who has the story. So it, it does make me happy that they are following my New Year's resolution for the Rockies, which was push all your chips into the middle of the table. It's great. But doesn't it make you kind of wonder what they do with all the money they were making in previous years? Where was it going? <laughs> right. Right. Like, wow. Okay. I mean, if they have the money now, that means they had the money before and just didn't spend it. Hmm. Okay, it just it just pops into my head. I don't want to be critical of him for going all in. It just does beg the question. But wouldn't all in be a long term deal announced? Yeah, all in sure. is a five year contract. I'm talking end. about what they're spending in general this season. Okay, but I mean this is a good step. But I, is this the last year Charlie Blackman plays for the Rockies? That that's what I'm getting at. Because I, I was hoping the announcement would be we've agreed to a four or five year deal, not a we've avoided arbitration for one year. And you maybe are, that'll come. I don't know. Guys, I'm going to take you back one year ago. I just want you to jump into that way back machine one year ago. Do you remember what it was like here in Denver one year ago? Remember what Manchester said on this day one year ago? It's gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. You remember that day? Well, one year ago. I don't think that's correct. Oh, yeah, we have it. I don't think that was a year ago, but okay, continue. The Colorado Rockies had whispers going of trading Charlie Blackman. Am I the only one who remembers this? Weren't the Cardinals involved? Of course, Cardinals, a couple other teams. Yes, the Cardinals pursued him heavily. They wanted to trade Charlie Blackman, and at the time, I'll, I'll step forward and say it, I was all for it. How dumb was I? How lucky were they? Charlie Blackman was in the freaking MVP conversation, for crying out loud. With uh, estimated arbitration totals, which their estimated arbitration on here for Charlie Blackman was 13.6. They actually gave him 14, so it's going to be in the ballpark. The Rockies' payroll is expected to be, right now, $136 million in 2018. Isn't that about what it was last year, though? Because Cargo's contract and Jose Reyes... To the tune of twenty-two million, they were on the hook for that last year. Probably. Yeah. So the the number, the total number, really hasn't changed, James. The total number has not changed. Last year's total number was one hundred and forty-six. Okay. Million well, dollars. they've yet to get there. They oh, got ten okay. million to spend. Hey, man, ten extra mil cargo. You want to come back for ten mil? I would be a hundred percent fine with that. They have a gaping hole in the outfield or a gaping hole at first base, mm-hmm. depending on where they put Ian Desmond. I doubt you're going to get a guy like Hosmer for 10 mil. I don't know. No. What's he worth? I have no idea what the money okay, is. Okay, but it, who said they have to spend 10 mil? Well, I'm just it saying. It could be 15 mil. It could be 20 mil. Coming, up, last year. coming off a playoff appearance, wouldn't you rather it be higher? Of course. The the, the point I'm making is he, he just gave them all the kudos in the world for spending money, and they're not even at the number they were at a year ago. 
Now, their active payroll last year was $105 million. They had $40 million of retained payroll, most of which was Jose Reyes. God, how good did it feel to get Jose Reyes off the books? He's not completely off the books. On He's the not? Bank. I think there's $4 million Jesus. this year that's still him. Was he the Bobby Bonilla of the, the Rockies? <laughs> but a year ago, actually, was when I was predicting the Rockies would win the National League West because they signed Greg Holland. Mm. So I wasn't saying it was gloomy outside and we should all feel bad. Okay. That's painting me into the, with the wrong brush here. That was October 5th. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That was the day after they their season ended after one extra game. And you guys wanted to throw them a parade, just like Vic wants to throw Tad Boyle and company a parade because they're 12-9. and nine. They beat two teams from uh-huh. Arizona. Let me get back to my conversation with Jake and Mike Shanahan yesterday because it's going to lead into our Power Five. The subject matter came up, what do the Broncos do in the offseason with the quarterback situation? I said, okay, guys, both of you guys have extensive history with this subject. <laughs> Jake, you played the position. Mike, you coached the position. What should the Broncos do at quarterback? I asked Jake, should they pursue Kirk Cousins and give him the bank? I don't know. That was essentially his answer. He wasn't sold on Kirk Cousins. Not at his age, not where the number's going to be. I asked Mike Shanahan that question. What do you think Coach Shanahan said? He's the guy who drafted Kirk Cousins at Washington along with RG3. What do you think he said? I don't know. Back up the Brinks truck. No. Mike Shanahan, in a roundabout way, said exactly what Jeff Legwald told us in the last couple months. What do the Broncos want to be? Before they can identify a quarterback, a specific quarterback to run the show, who are they? What, what do they want to be? What is their identity? What? Who are their tight ends? Who, who are the linemen? What kind of offense do they want to run? What kind of offense do they want to show every single Sunday? Before he answers whether or not Kirk Cousins is a fit, he needs to know what they want to be. Well, it's a very good point because why was Jake Plummer a good fit here? Because he was exactly the quarterback in the Shanahan Kubiak system. Correct. I mean, think about the guys that, that excelled here under Shanahan, right? It was Elway, obviously. He could move. Bubby Brister had some mobility. Yep. Uh, Brian Greasy was not as good because he was not as mobile. Got to be able to run that boot. And Jake Plummer was really good at it. Why did they draft Jake Cutler? Jake Cutler can move. Move. Jake Cutler can throw the ball on the move. His rolling left down the field toss to Javon Walker in Arizona in 2007 was one of the best throws I've ever seen anybody make. To take those steps for the play action, the wide play action, you've got to get back there in a hurry. They need mobile quarterbacks for that offense. You're exactly right. Which is why it was such a – remember the old – Trying to fit Peyton Manning into the Kubiak offense. Remember how just awkward that was? It was it, a bad idea it from the get-go. just never worked. But Brock Osweiler wasn't a better fit either. Brock, Brock can't move. He's not a guy that's really good outside the pocket. Trevor is, Simeon isn't, isn't either. So you're, Mike Shanahan's right. What do they want to be? Yeah. Does anybody know? What, what is Billy Moose's offense? What exactly. is it? So before you can identify a quarterback to run your team, you have to identify who you are. For the last two years, we don't know who they are. Okay, well, what they do? Where who did, are you? Where was Musgrave before he came here? He was in Oakland. Okay, and they had success with Derek Carr. Yes. So I'm assuming what they ran there is what he'd like to run here. But they had Derek Carr. So who's who's Derek Carr 2.0? I don't know. I don't know. Are you trying to get me to compare somebody to Derek Carr? I don't. I don't is know. Is Kirk Cousins as good as Derek Carr? I'd say they're about the same quarterback, personally. Uh, who would you rather pay $100 million? Well, Derek Carr's younger, so I'd rather give it to Derek Carr. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. only one of them wears eyeliner, so I'll go with Cousins. What did, what did Carr get last year? Like $125 million? I mean, he got a big Was it contract. the most ever? Yeah. Uh, we're running out of time in this segment. Um, 
speaking of Shaney and Plummer, in case you, you missed it, yesterday I got a chance to visit with the two of them, uh, letting bygones be bygones, part of a series of interviews I'll be doing with people that have not gotten along in the past and now have seek closure. I got them together at Shandy's Restaurant. It was awesome. One hour exclusive interview, which will be featured next week on Let's Talk Football, which leads us to our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Jason a heck of a job. He's going to be an excellent quarterback in the National Football League. I'm looking forward to him having a big year this year. Uh, there's always pressure on that quarterback in his third year, and I think uh, Jay embraces that type of pressure. And when you got a guy that embraces that type of uh, a mindset, that uh, you know, usually good things happen. So I'm sitting there between Jake and Mike yesterday. Uh, the Broncos in 2005 coming off an AFC championship season. They didn't get to the Super Bowl. Had they gone, they probably would have won it all, and the course of history would have changed. But after that season... The Broncos go into the offseason drafting Jay Cutler. I turn to Mike and I say, why did you draft Jay Cutler when you had Jake? That was a question I posed yesterday, and it got fun. I'll leave it at that. It wasn't crazy, but it got fun. Well, the bite you heard there was Mike Shanahan on Jay Cutler in 2008. That, of course, would be the last season Mike Shanahan would coach in Denver, the last season Jay Cutler would play quarterback here. So that leads into our Power 5 question of the day. Our Power 5 question of the day is pretty simple. I uh, bring harmony to humanity. I look to let bygones be bygones, of course. So if you're looking for two people to meet at a table, like the five families, two people who've had a beef with each other, who are those two people? You need to settle a dispute. Who do you want to settle? Which dispute? Which two? So, example, me and Mike Cliff. Didn't we do this Power 5 already? No, we did best local sports beef. This is more of our Olive Branch Power 5. Who do you need to settle a dispute with? 30933. So if you need to settle a dispute with your co-worker, maybe Vic can help you out. I'm with you, Vic. It's the same Power 5. I was going to say, I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here saying that to you, and I'm thinking, didn't we just do this? <laughs> no, it's totally different, but it you know, would help if you guys read this thing. What did we talk yeah. about yesterday? Remember I threw something out and I said, hey, we should do this for Power 5, and HW was in there, and he nodded. That was when you were with Leggy, and you wrote, he wrote it down. Yeah, that was Leggy on Tuesday. Did we ever Tuesday. do that? Your days are blended Did we together. ever do that one? We did it on Wednesday, I promise you. <laughs> All right, so let me get this straight. On Tuesday, our Power 5 was, what beef would you like to settle no. On Friday, our Power Five is, <laughs> what dispute would you like to settle? Because apparently, apparently Kent Denver doesn't understand that dispute and beef are synonyms. They yeah. are so different, and I knew this was going to happen. Okay, so we need who do you need to settle a dispute with? Huh. Hey, my example would be Mike Cliss. Why did I have a deja vu moment? Because that was my example. Yeah. Three days ago. Is this Tuesday or Friday? I have no clue. I don't know. I have no... That was on Wednesday. What time's Leggy in today? Because apparently this is Tuesday all over again. That was Wednesday! Did you go to school? Do we have the all-staffer tomorrow? Are you sure your dad's a teacher? You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. Jokic... I don't know what his issue is, but something feels like it's going wrong with him right now. I mean, now. he almost got a triple-double last night, and we're talking about it like it's the worst yeah, game he's ever had. Yeah, because he took he 21 was four, shots. Right. Okay. And he was all favorite because he kept jacking up threes and missed them. And, and, and but I don't, don't want... you want that shooter's mentality? You miss five shots in a row, you still want your guy to take that sixth shot. Sure. I don't want to get into the officiating, though, too. The play where he rebounded his own miss like four times yeah. and then finally put it up and in. Padding stats. The fact of the matter is, though, is he, he's missed it. He missed it four times. You know what I mean? He, he had 
three guys on it, but he, but he missed point blank, bang. Missed point blank, got his own rebound, blank, put up blank, missed. And I'm going, there's something going on with him. And then when he's wide open, they let him have the three virtually all night long, and they said, big fella, make it. And he bricked every single one. I don't know what's going on. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing, meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Here's your National Western Stock Show update, brought to you by Lifetime Windows and Siding. Today's highlights include two pro rodeo performances in the Coliseum. From bronc riding to mutton busting, you don't want to miss any of the action. Your grounds admission includes free livestock shows, kids' activities, and Colorado's largest Western trade show with acres of food and shopping. This National Western Stock Show update is brought to you by Lifetime Windows and Siding. Great windows at a fair price. Call 1-800-GET-WINDOWS or go online to LifetimeWindowsColorado.com today. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is celebrating the new year all month long with incredible deals. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. Check out the new 2017 Rogue S all-wheel drive for just $172 a month and $19.99 due at signing. Plus, Nissans are up to 20% off MSRP. That's right, up to 20% off MSRP. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th. Off I-25 at 104th. Driven by you. 36 months, at least 12,000 miles per year. VIN HP 543682. Two or more available. Residual value 14100. Zero security deposit with approved credit. Excludes GTR. All prices include 599 dealer dark fee plus tax title and license offerings. 2218. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at C3Adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Safeway is currently hiring drivers to work in our transportation department located off I-70 in Colorado. You will ensure that deliveries are made on time with precision routes and timely scheduling. You will be able to go home at the end of every shift. And the starting rate for the driver's position is $22.49 an hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. You must have documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry to be considered for this position. You must have a Class A CDL, at least three years or equivalent to 300,000 miles of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment. Refrigeration experience preferred. Must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company you can retire with. 
Safeway treats their employees outstanding, offering an excellent compensation and benefit package starting out at $22.49 per hour with a potential bonus of up to $5,000. To apply for the driver's position, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Stop and go traffic on westbound I-70 this morning between Tower Road and Monaco where there's an accident involving four cars clearing off the left side of the highway. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Up in the high country, do expect some winter driving conditions at the highest elevations. In fact, right now, eastbound I-70 is shut down at Silverthorne due to multiple spin-out accidents. What is the education of your children worth? There are children across the world who lack the privilege of going to school. Change the story for one child at Unbound. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Thank you, for guys, for listening in. Uh, the Monday game, Patriots-Dolphins. Obviously, I think the Patriots are going to win. Yeah. yeah, but thank you. The Dolphins we're the little degenerates. The Dolphins versus the Browns. See you later. All right, so let, let, let's settle this dispute, our Power 5 question of the day. What dispute would you like to see settled? How about me and the degenerates? These guys complaining that I'm copying their picks, that they want to go last. I mean, come on, man. Well, to How be fair, to be fair, when but they grow up, when they didn't go first at the beginning of the year, they had a commanding lead. Then for some reason, it changed out of nowhere. You move the goalpost mid-game, you grow and now pair. it's gone the other direction. So. You know, they have a point. But we do have a no-excuses policy at our house. You know, we, he, they can't be Tad Boyle and give an excuse before beforehand. Hey, they're down by three. Why don't you send this message to your kids? Warning, warning, field day. Well, now they're also, though, they're down three, but they have a four-game lead on HW for mm. second. Mm. First and second get free Benny Hanna. Third mm. and fourth pay for it. I lead the overall NFL pick standings by three games over the Degenerates. They are four better than HW. HW two better than Manchester. I have been in last place all year long, and I was like 18 games back of Will at one point. I'm within two. I am not going to finish last in this. Which is why you, you want to make, make a little side bet on I'm that? I'm buying Benny Hanna either way. A little side bet? So if you do want to make it that last place buys for everyone, show, show your show your mouth. That could that could be negotiated. Empty. Let's do it. NFL preview. We're extremely excited about being in this tournament. We don't take it for granted. Some say it's the best weekend of the year. Only eight teams playing this weekend. The NFL Divisional Round starts tomorrow. These are fun games to play in. Playing a good team in Jacksonville Jaguars. Right now, it's just about preparing for Tennessee. (laughs) Settle down! Who will play for a conference championship? We're going to tell you right now. On the Vic Lombardi Show. They may be young. But they know their stuff. It's the Little Degenerates. First, we have the Eagles and the Falcons. This is a really hard game because the Eagles have home field advantage, although I don't know about Nick Foles in the playoffs. But then the Falcons, if peaked at the right time, I'm going to go with the Atlanta Falcons. Damn, I was going to give them a bone. I was automatically out of the gate going to go anti-number. I was going to go against the flow and take the Falcons with an upset. And it's not even an upset according to the odds. Yeah, they're actually favored on the road. Exactly. But I was going to go that route. 
But now you're forcing me to take Philadelphia. Hmm. Manchester, do you want me to go next so you can fade me? Go ahead. All right. I, I see this in a funny way. I've said the Falcons were hung over all year. That's been my yes. line I've used Se- all year. 16, actually 17 weeks you said that because you said it last week. Hung over from their Super Bowl. The Falcons, major, major break that they have to play Nick Foles. It's the first time, I think, in NFL history that a one seed at home is not a favorite. All of a sudden, maybe... The gods are turning on them for what happened in the Super Bowl last year. The Falcons' path to the Super Bowl opening up a little bit. Give me Atlanta. I like the number one seed at home. I especially like them when they're the underdog and they're being disrespected. I am with Victor. I am taking the Eagles. I'm forced to take the Eagles because of our little deal we got with the degenerates. That's not like I want to. Just remember that. I'm forced to do this. I'm trying to make up ground on Will, so I'm taking the Eagles Fine. if you want the honest answer. Next game. Next we have the Titans and the Patriots. I think the Patriots will win. No, yeah. Nothing much needed. Yeah. <laughs> they let the little guy pick this game. Uh, sorry. That was by design. No way in hell am I taking Tennessee in this game. Do you guys remember the little side wager I got going for this one? You guys know what I got with going? Dreesen. Yeah, with Dreesen. If Tennessee were to somehow... Right. Upset the Patriots in Foxborough. I will allow Joel Dreesen to drop me at his ranch in Lubbock, somewhere near Lubbock, Texas. He's got 800 acres, and he can hunt me down like an animal. Is this kind? Of, isn't that the plot of Running Man? Remember Running Man with Schwarzenegger and Richard Dawson? Isn't that the plot where they like? I don't know. I'm turning people loose in the city, and other people are hunting them. I was thinking more First Blood. Oh, first blood. I was thinking more First Blood here. John J. Rambo. He's, my my favorite part in First Blood was when he had nowhere to go and he jumped off the cliff onto the tree. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That actually is a really good movie. Oh, it's a great movie. He didn't speak. He said like two words the entire movie. And it was like, I mean, I watched, I've seen that about 40 times. It's a fairly low budget film, too. But Brian Dennehy's the small town sheriff. Such a good flick. Going after him. Sorry, we got sidetracked. Anyway, my bet with uh, Joel Dreesen is what? You got some sound there? I'm so confident that Tennessee's got no chance. I know you're an avid hunter, an outdoorsman. I will allow you to take me to your ranch in Texas. Let me free and then hunt me down. I will let you hunt me for an entire weekend if Tennessee wins that game. All right, I'm taking the Patriots. Who do you got, Will? Patriots. Uh, uh, I'm going to take New England as well, but it was my hot take earlier this week. If the Patriots lose this weekend or next weekend, the dynasty is over. Go Titans, but give me New England. I'll take New England, too. Next. Next, we have the Jaguars and the Steelers. The Jags beat the Steelers earlier in the season, but I'm still I still think that the Steelers are a better team. Jags, if they want much of a chance, their defense has to do really good. But I'm still going to take the Steelers. If you can guarantee me five turnovers, perhaps I'd be inclined to take Jacksonville. I just don't see that happening again. It's playoff time. The Steelers are prime for playoff time. It's going to be a Steelers. Patriots AFC title game. This game is going to be gross. Uh, the final score is going to be something like 13 to 3, 17 to 6, somewhere in that ballpark. Give me Pittsburgh. Remember last year during the NBA season, everybody said, we all know it's going to be Cavs Warriors. We all know. We've all known all season long it's going to be New England Pittsburgh. It's going to be New England Pittsburgh. I'll take the Steelers. Next. The Vikings and the Saints. I. Honestly, don't think that Case Keenum can do anything in the playoffs. I don't think it's a, he's a playoff quarterback, but I do think that Drew Brees is a playoff quarterback, and that is the only reason why I'm taking the Saints. Vikings are winning the Super Bowl. No, they're not. 
<laughs> Who gave them the no, they're not? Was that Ben? That was yeah. Ben. Yeah. yeah. But Matthew did not like Ben's pick, and Ben didn't really care uh-huh. that Matthew didn't like his pick. Anybody uh, have thoughts on the name Case? Hell no. It just has a name. Your first name is Case. Hell no. You ever heard that as a name before? Hell no. Haven't given it a ton of thought. Yeah. Well, it's about time the only case I know is Keenum. If you, I, I was going to say, have you ever met another human being named Case? Hell no. There's got to be a country singer named Case. I've never, ever once in my life heard that name until Case Keenum came along. And for that reason, I'm taking the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I mean, this is the game of the weekend on paper, right? It's the it's the two best teams. Uh, the winner of this game, I think, is the favorite to play in Super Bowl 52 in the same building, mind you. I I, I got to go with the degenerates on this one. I, I think Drew Brees is so much better on paper than Case Keenum. The game's indoors. Give me Drew Brees of the same. If you don't change your face, I'm going to change it for you. I'm going to be the only one that takes the Vikings. Playing at home, they have a really good defense. Uh, that offense is pretty explosive, despite the fact they have a third-string quarterback and really their third-string running back. Hmm. Uh, I like the Vikings. Wouldn't it be something if the Vikings became the first team to host a Super Bowl? They've got a shot. They've got a realistic shot, especially if they're... Well, although, hmm. they, based on my picks, they'd be in Philly next week, but that defense against Nick Foles, I like their chances. But if Atlanta beats Philly and the Vikings win, their path to a Lombardi trophy, guys, is... Game in Minnesota, game in Minnesota, game in Minnesota. Here's the bottom line on this weekend's game. The NFC games, coin flips. AFC games, routes. That's what. It, that's how it's going to yeah. go. Case. Well, come on. Hey, honey. We had a boy. What do you want to name him? Case. What the hell's going on out here? Danny Shea's coming up next. But I do think that Drew Brees is a playoff quarterback, and that is the only reason why I'm taking the Saints. Vikings are winning the Super Bowl. No, they're not. Altitude 950, the home of the apps, wants to know, are you ready to take a ride? Yes! Well, hop on up here, big boy. We're putting a lucky Altitude 950 listener on board the Zamboni at Pepsi Center. Oh, my God, that sounds amazing. And we'll throw in a pair of tickets for the Abs and Sharks January 18th. We're qualifying riders all week. It's another ultimate Abs experience. Keep your radio frozen on Altitude 950. Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. It's your favorite time of year at Pepsi Center. Nathan McKinnon! Don't miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche. Landon Scott kept it, and the Avalanche win the game. Tickets for all games are on sale right now. Reserve your seats today at ColoradoAvalanche.com. Go Avs Go! What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. 
and also visit us online at lamars.com. That's lamars.com, where we have simply a better donut. At KeyBank, we believe financial wellness is all about taking small steps. Financial wellness means spending your money wisely and being aware of your spending. KeyBank's financial wellness tool not only makes it so that I can track my spending, but I can see what I'm spending my money on. I feel more conscious of what I'm spending, and I feel like I have the reins more than I did before. If you want to take your first steps to financial wellness, use the red key. KeyBank, member FDIC. Friday, January 12th, is 1980s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Memphis Grizzlies at 7 p.m. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1980s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. It's my Michael Adams, Mike Evans, Calvin Nat, Danny Shays, Wayne Cooper, and Bill Hanslick will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and a special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1980s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Moving slow behind a four-car accident westbound I-70 after Monaco that's backed up traffic to Tower Road. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. An accident reported on eastbound I-70. This one approaching Peoria. Up in the high country, eastbound I-70 is shut down at Silverthorne due to multiple spin-out accidents. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude. 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Big scramble, and out of that mess, Jordan gets a layup and misses it. Is the next rebound and a foul. Now call on Michael Jordan. Jordan calls to the foul. And Jordan, who's normally. Very phlegmatic all over. Bruce Alexander about to call. Well, here you see a lot of action down there. Good hustle on the part of all the players. Michael looked like he may have slapped Shays. The ball gets away now. Uh, not many people can wake up in the morning knowing full well that at what point in their lives they blocked the shot of the great Michael Jordan. This man has done exactly that. You will see him tonight at Pepsi Center along with Calvin Nat, Bill Hanslick, Mike Evans, Michael Adams, Wayne Cooper. He is former Denver Nugget Danny Shays on the hotline. Danny, how are you, my man? I am doing great. Great to be back in town. I uh, could have used about 10 more degrees here, but uh, enjoying every minute of it. <laughs> That's right. You're living in Phoenix, correct? Exactly. When it gets to be 50 in Phoenix, fireplaces light up all over town. But I'm gladly one of those winter sissies now. You know, a little uh, after 20 years of Syracuse, Denver, Milwaukee, it's uh, I could use a little sunshine. Well, my goodness, you played for virtually every team in the league. Uh, how'd you end up in Phoenix after that uh, two-year stint down there? Uh, yeah, just really enjoyed it. You know, we finished with uh, my career with the Magic yeah. and stayed down in Orlando for a while and decided we just loved the West. And we actually came back and uh, you know spent a little time here between here and Phoenix and. Uh, then when my son started school, we kind of had to pick one. So we ended up uh, figuring, let's see, we should winter in Phoenix and then summer in Denver. That seemed to make more sense. <laughs> that, that is absolutely perfect. You got it right. Uh, Danny Shea spent the bulk of his career. He played, and I, I went back and looked at your resume, Danny, because I, I yep. was a ball boy for the Nuggets. I knew you well. You're not going to remember who the hell I am. But I knew you well. I remember how funny you were on the court pregame, during the game. But I looked at your resume. I had no idea that you played 20 years of NBA basketball. That's a hell of a career, my man, 20 years. 
Yeah, it was a great run, and uh, you know, ended up uh, with Chuck Daly. Played for Pat Riley, obviously. You know, Doug Moe here for eight years. Uh, seven coaches who were coaches of the year in the NBA. Another seven that are in the Hall of Fame. So it was, uh, you know, I, I always did laugh at that. Okay, Tim Duncan plays 18, 19 years with San Antonio, one coach. <laughs> one coach. So I play actually 18 years, 15 head coaches in 18 years. And then when you look at Doug Moe, I had Doug Moe for eight of them. Right, so I had 14 head coaches in the other 10 years. Yeah, well, Doug Moe was like eight head coaches in one, though, right? I mean, that was that's oh, those eight years were long. Doug Moe, we're doing a documentary, Dan, and, and I can't wait to sit down with you later uh, this morning for Altitude TV. We're doing this documentary yeah. that seems to never end uh, on the um, life and times and the greatness of Doug Moe. Um, your first instinct when you met Doug, what was it? Well, it's funny because I came from uh, Salt Lake. Actually, my first coach, Tom DeSalke only lasted 22 games. So then um, then Frank Layden took over. And uh, so, you know, coming from there to here, they were both kind of, you know, very big personality guys, you know, big funny guys. And and the one thing about Doug, obviously, it took me a little while to get used to the cursing. Uh, but I was an old school guy. You know, my, obviously growing up, uh, my dad was a Hall of Fame player back in the 40s, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s. Uh, you know, very old school guys like Larry Costello and, uh, Johnny Kerr. And, you know, that, the, you know, that was kind of the group that, that I grew up around. And, uh, you know, both guys who were, uh, you know, great NBA players and coaches themselves. And, and, uh, so I was kind of used to that kind of that, that gruff old school mentality. And, and so I really enjoyed Doug. There was obviously an adjustment period getting used to his style. Uh, but what I really learned was that I had to figure out what he was trying to say, not the message or not the style in which he was saying it. But the, you know, the crazy part about Doug is 22 hours a day, you know, as you know, nicest, funniest guy in the world and, uh, great to be around the two hours during the game. You have a little anger management problem, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, but, uh, you know, that was just all part of it. And he would even joke about it himself. He says, Hey, I, you know, I, I tried going to a shrink. It didn't help. So you just got to put up with me. That's, uh, you know, that's part of it. See, Danny, you just had a great relationship with Doug. You hit on something there. You guys were able to compartmentalize that stuff, right? You knew that Doug during the course of a game was a completely different human being. He was a whack job during the game, but he, you knew that he, he loved you. Today, today it's harder to do that. It's harder during the game to take a guy, take him out of a lineup and just curse him up and down because they'll, they'll take that home with them. I, I've noticed the difference and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's today's game. I don't know if it's the money that's being made. I don't know what it is, but there's a vast difference between then and now. You know, there is. And I'll tell you what, from my dad's era to me, from, you know, the, you know, the fifties to, you know, eighties, nineties was, was different. Uh, from then to now is a very different game. And, and, uh, you know, I think what's, what's really happened over time is the money's gotten bigger. The players have gotten, I want to say, you know, more and more control and power. Uh, you know, the union's gotten very strong and the, you know the stars have gotten bigger, and the you know with social media, you know it's just a, it's just an evolution, and uh, you know it, it's actually made the game much more uh, accessible and uh, you know appealing in a different way. I mean the you know the style of play just from the rule changes, right? How it's well, you know in our era the three point line was a kind of a shot of last resort when it first came out, right? You, you didn't shoot threes till you were down six with a minute to go. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's evolved now to the point where it's the first, you know, the, the first shot that, that you look at. So, uh, so it's just kind of the basic evolution of the game. And, 
you know, it's uh, in our era, you know, the, we used to joke the dinosaurs roamed the earth, right? You had enforcers at the fore. Everybody had a big, big towering center. And, uh, you know, just again, that style of play has shifted smaller and smaller as the three-point line has become such a big part of the game. Greatest season as a Denver Nugget. Was it uh, the year that you took uh, the Lakers to the end? Was it was it something else? What's your greatest memory from Denver? Well, I, you know, it's funny. There were kind of really two eras. Uh, there's you know, kind of the end of the Dan Issel era, uh, you know, Dan being such a big part of, yeah. of, you know, the NBA, ABA, and then obviously Denver history. And then there was the, you know, after the trade era, you know, with, uh, you know, Fat Lever, Cooper, and, uh, you know, Calvin Nat coming in. I think those were actually the, are probably the most fun teams. You know, when we had, uh, you know, Calvin Nat, the big enforcer at the four, uh, you know, we had such great guard play with uh, the guys you're going to meet tonight. Uh, you know, Mike Adams, Mike Evans, Fat Lever, you know, and then, of course, T.R. Dunn, the, you know, that, that rotation. And, uh, you know, I, I think those were probably the most fun years for me was kind of that, that second era. And, I, you know, I understood Doug a lot better. Uh, the team was, you know, kind of in that, you know, just under the Lakers, you know, as far as trying to break through to, you know, to go deep into the playoffs and, uh uh, you know, it was, it was uh, you know, not only a great bunch of guys, but, but really a really quality team. How'd you deal with Hanslick all those years? Mr. Annoying? What do yeah, you mean? yeah. Uh, actually, you know, Bill is really a, uh, you know, he's a funny guy to, uh, you know, funny strange, not funny, funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, funny strange. And, uh, well, you know, it, it's... Again, when I go back to that group, we had really a bunch of super interesting guys. You know, I mean, character, like, you know, the old-style character guys. You know, Bill was a real character. uh, And in the truest sense of the word, obviously, Doug was a real character. And then the guys, uh, you know, hanging around the team, I mean, it was just just, just so much fun. You know, Alex English in his own way, you know, that kind of that, that quiet statesman, you know, super competitor guy. And, uh, you know, Blair Rasmus and I are still, you know, real close. We, you know, talk to each other. I see Fat all the time in Phoenix. Uh, you know, it's funny of my 18 years in the league, the Denver guys are the guys I see the most and, uh, and hang out with the most. Yeah. Well, that's funny. Uh, I, I look back at that team and I'm going to get the chance uh, to visit with Calvin Nat tonight. When I, when I worked there for those, uh, three years, Calvin Nat scared the hell out of me. Just intimidated yeah. the hell out of me. Did he do that to other players? Uh, so I used to have a, uh, the team Halloween party every year at my house. Uh-huh. And I uh, used to do a big thing, ice sculptures, and, you know, guys used to really deck out. So Calvin, uh, one year, shows up as Rambo. <laughs> and, you know, he's got the, you know, like the, the muscle shirt on, like the tank top muscle shirt, and, you know, he's decked out with the grease paint. And he actually brought, like, a real, like, uh, uh, like revolving shotgun, like a, you know, this, like, a, this machine gun <laughs> shotgun. With the bandoliers, with the, with the big you know, bullet shells across, you know, the, and, the, and I'm like, I, he was like the real thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're like, man, I sure hope you're stable because if, uh, you know, if you got a screw loose, man, we're all in trouble. Uh, that was uh... and, that was hysterical, and you know, obviously, you know, to know, you know, Calvin was a quiet guy in public, you know, not a real uh, you know, media guy, for instance. But what a funny guy to be around. I mean, he was uh, he was he was hysterical. Uh, Danny Shays played with the Nuggets for uh, several seasons, eight seasons in the 1980s. He will be at Pepsi Center tonight as part of the 80s night. Danny, when you watch the Nuggets today, and I'm not sure how closely you monitor the NBA anymore. I know you're still a fan. But uh, Nikola Jokic is essentially 
your size, your body structure. You, you, you're the same person minus the, the short Serbian hair. What do you think about his right. game and just how far the skill level has come among big men in this game? Well, what's happened is that, you know, I was kind of an era a little, I won't say ahead of my time because that's probably, a, you know, I don't know if I was old school or new school, but, you know, kind of a face-up outside shooting center who, uh, you know, real good passer, you know, that kind of thing. Certainly not the, you know, the kind of the seven-foot-three man that, yeah. you know, dominates. But, uh, you know, and that's something that we really had here in Denver in those days. We didn't have the, you know, the low post guy. This is our style of play was keep the middle open and move the ball. Uh, you know, but it's it's great to see big men with these advanced skills. You know, my son's a freshman in high school, and, you know, big kid, 6'5", and, uh, you know, of course, everyone wants him to be a center. And I'm like, dude, you got to learn to, you know, face up and handle the ball and yeah. run the floor and shoot threes. And, you know, there's, there's, there's I think uh, the center spot will come back as you have successful guys in the league, the Boogie Cousins and, you know, the Joel Embiid's. And, you know, these guys really get successful. Teams will want them again, you know, because they'll know what to do with them or, at least experience it. Wow, I, I like having a big guy getting fifty, you know, inside. But these multi-talented bigs are, you know, especially you know, guys stepping out and shooting threes. It's really interesting to watch how that part of the game has changed. Uh, of course, you know, you brought in my guy Tyler Lydon from Syracuse, so I'd like to, you know, kind of see, uh, <clears throat> you know, see, like see him get back in the roster. So I've been following you, you know, from that standpoint as well. So, uh, and you know, Denver is is my spot. You know, it's uh, when I look at my career, it's. Uh, you know, yeah, I have to look at the Nuggets and those years as being kind of the, you know, the golden era of the league, you know, in the 80s. And, uh, you know, it was just such a great time to be in the league. And, you know, with Magic Bird and then Jordan and then, you know, all the all the things that went with it. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just, like I said, just a great time. I tell you, you Syracuse guys are unrelenting in your loyalty for that institution. Anybody comes up and you're behind them 100%. Hey, hey Danny, last question. You come from such a uh, vast and extensive basketball family, again, beginning with your father, Dolph, who was a Hall of Famer, yourself, your son plays. I, I just come to understand that, is it your cousin that coaches at Kent Denver, Todd? Is that your cousin? Yeah. Todd Jay is my first cousin, and our dads are brothers. Wow. And uh, so Todd's had a, a great career there. It's amazing. When he first moved out out of college, he uh, uh, you know stayed with me for for a couple of years as he figured out what he was going to do. He, his first job was a manager at the Blockbuster Video Store out on Conline Road. So <laughs> that shows you how long ago that was, and that they actually had Blockbuster Video Stores. Well, and uh, he's done a great job. Uh, unfortunately, they have a game tonight, so uh, so he won't be there. But uh, we're rooting him on. They won a state title and. Uh, you know, he just does a great job over there. Well, outside of the guy he coached here that works for us, Will Peterson, who played for him at Canton, Will can't shoot at all. So he obviously didn't teach him how to shoot a jumper. Either that or Will wasn't, wasn't paying attention that day. Uh, we tease hey, him. Hey, the world that. needs rebounders too, right? Good point, Danny. You played 18 right. years, but you could shoot it as well. Hey, Danny, I can't wait to sit down with you. I'm going to visit you at the hotel here a little bit later and, uh, to preview tonight's action at, uh, Pepsi Center. But good hearing your voice again. Good having you back in town. Appreciate you, uh, for a few minutes this morning. All right, and lucky for you, I still got a few more stories. Darn right you do. Thank you very much. Danny Shays, you'll see him tonight. They'll be signing autographs pregame. They'll be talking to you during the game. It is 80s night at Pepsi Center. So, again, get your Paco Rabanne and Z Cavaricis and make it on down to Pepsi Center. We're back after this. 
Mark Mosier. Now again, I don't know what the second half holds. You know, listen, you're still dealing with Tyson Berry. Varley's still out. You know, you're going to have your fair share of injuries. Hopefully, Comfort and Andrew Ghetto will come back. But you've won five in a row now, right? I mean, you're still playing smart hockey. The Moj. Weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. The games are going to get tight. You're going to be playing a lot of big division games coming up. And to me, they've got to do things like this. They've got to go on the road and win at Nashville. You've got to go on the road and win at teams that are ahead of you in the standings. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Minas Restaurant. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Friday, January 12th is 1980s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Memphis Grizzlies at 7 p.m. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1980s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. It's Michael Adams, Mike Evans, Calvin Nat, Danny Shades, Wayne Cooper, and Bill Haslick will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and a special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1980s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Westbound I-70 running slow from 225 to Steele. That from an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Overall speeds are about at posted limits now up and down I-25 Boulder Turnpike, 6th Avenue, C-470 and 225. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, it was a great run and, uh, you know, ended up uh, with Chuck Daly, played for Pat Riley, obviously, you know, Doug Moe here for eight years. Uh, seven coaches who were coaches of the year in the NBA, another seven that are in the Hall of Fame. So it was, uh, you know, I, I always did laugh at that. So, okay, Tim Duncan plays 18, 19 years with San Antonio, one coach. So I play actually 18 years, 15 head coaches. That's a little bit of a turnaround. Yeah, It's funny that he said, that's Danny Shays, if you missed it last segment. 15 coaches in 18 years. You know the one undervalued thing in sports is exactly what he mentioned there, having consistent coaching, a consistent formula, a consistent game plan. If you look back... At some of the great careers of all time in any sport across the board. Look at Joe Montana in San Francisco. One system. Okay. Look at, again, Tim Duncan, San Antonio. Michael Jordan with the Chicago Bulls. One system, essentially, when Phil Jackson moved in. Those system guys who had the benefit of having consistency in coaching and not having to go through Eight coordinators. The biggest knock on Jake Cutler was that he couldn't pick up an offense, that he didn't, he did dumb stuff when the game. Well, how many damn coordinators did Jake Cutler have to go through in his yeah. career? He Think had almost one every year. Think about it. His number is, or percentage or ratio is probably similar to what Danny Shays talked about. But here's, here's the other thing though, Vic. It's a little bit chicken or the egg, right? Cause if you're there for a long time, coaches will remain. It, They're not going to lose their jobs. Yeah. And it's yeah. the coach stays for a long time because he's a good coach. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they kind of go hand in hand. I mean, the reason Jay Cutler had a different coordinator every year, for the most part, was because he had bad coordinators, or it was one extreme or the other. Or they were really good, like Adam Gase, and they were there for a year and got a head coaching job. I want you to help me think of Hall of Fame athletes, Hall of Fame athletes who went through the grind of different coaches every year. Again, Danny Shays, 18 years, 15 coaches. I defy you. Give me a Hall of Famer who had a, a resume even close to that. I think it's impossible. Well, it is impossible. It's impossible. But there's also, if you're a Hall of Famer, you might be so damn good that you carry a bad coach, and the coach gets to stay there because he's riding your coattails. I mean, they, they, they all kind of see Fox, it, comma John, yeah. with Peyton Manning. Exactly. <laughs> now Brett Favre went through exactly. various coaches because Brett Favre played for various teams, right? I mean, he played for a lot of teams: Atlanta, Green Bay, the Jets, Minnesota. Uh, Brett Favre made the rounds, so I guess he can qualify. Brett Favre was Brett Favre with several different coaches. Correct? Correct. Other examples of athletes who were the same guy with several different coaches? Who were still studly with several different coaches? Chris Paul? Still plays at a great level. He's on his, I believe, fifth coach. Fourth or fifth coach. A lot of change. LeBron James has had a lot of coaches. Yes, he has. Some would say he coaches himself. Because he had, who's who his first coach? Was Mike Brown the first coach or did sure he come in starter? later? I know Mike Brown was a coach in his Cleveland era. Then I think I'm, he had two coaches there. 
prior to going to Miami. And then he was Folstra. Yes. And then they had the guy that came from Europe. And he got canned. And they replaced him with Tyron Lue. Yep. So he's, LeBron James has had quite a few. On the text line here, Postal Brian says Alex Smith has seven offensive coordinators in his first seven years. Seven in seven years. How do you expect a guy to get better? Mm. How do you expect a guy to really understand the game when every year they're starting over with a new formula? Every year, a new game plan. Every year, a new set of standards. Because every year, if a different OC, a different coach comes in, they have different expectations. Paxton Lynch has had three head coaches and three offensive coordinators because Gary Kubiak did not coach the entire first season. Remember, he missed a few games, so they had an interim coach. Then he had Vance Joseph, and he's had three offensive coordinators because Mike McCoy got fired. I just find that curious. Charlie Blackman, if you missed it, the breaking news of the day. Charlie Blackman and the Rockies agree to a one-year deal, $14 million, avoiding arbitration. Bring me some sugar. sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam. Shake that. All right, uh, Marty O is out. He's on a sabbatical. Where is he? He is headed to uh, Lawrence, Kansas to watch his beloved Jayhawks play Kansas State from courtside. He didn't go to Kansas. Why are they beloved? He loves them. He wears that pullover like three days a week. He went to Northern Illinois, did he not? Yeah, but he wears his Kansas pullover like Monday, I, Wednesday, Thursday. I, I don't Friday. get that. So he's going to a game at Allen Fieldhouse. Courtside. Remember Mrs. Martio got him this and it was a big deal? That's Manchester, all, is this ringing any bells How with long you? is he going to be going? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think he's due he's, back, he's back Monday. February. Oh, February. February. That's right. Yeah. All right, we'll do the morning sugar fix. I'll try my best. Sure? This is like going to fill through, in for This Marty is like up. going through several offensive coordinators. You yeah, know, I, I just as long as I get comfortable, I'm, I'm going on the rhythm. It's me and Marty O, but and now I got somebody else. Well, I, just when I got used to Marsing, right? I just got used to his long-winded answers. <laughs> Here comes Hannah. Here comes <laughs> Hannah, and, and Hannah just throwing random stuff at us that has nothing to back it up. And I just got used to that. And then Marty O comes in with his dry sense of humor and his unpronounceable last name. His slow speak when he stares at you and then speaks. <laughs> All right, I'll try to do and my now best. Now we got Will. This is just a killer. Guys, that on this... is the worst call in the history of the league. On this day in 1906, the Football Rules Committee legalized the forward pass, changing the game forever. What is the next big rules change? All right, I mean, come on. That's a pretty big one, right? You can throw the football. We can throw the football. What's the next huge revolutionary rules change? And it doesn't have to just apply to football. I have four I'd like to see made. Wow. I didn't realize you had four. Let me get my list ready. They should have a weight limit. (laughs) Wow. They should have a weight limit. See, I played in the old uh, Catholic League growing up here in Denver when they still played full contact football. Now they're too field day to play. And we had weight limits. Sixth grade, you could only weigh 93 pounds or less. Eighth grade, the weight limit was 112. The weight limit should be 300 pounds. If you're over 300 pounds, you shouldn't be able to play. Wow. That's one. I think that's, I, No, that's not a bad idea. Thank you. Because are you really healthy at that weight anyway? No, you're not. You're not. And, it, and when you're done playing, you go one of two extremes. You either turn into Ryan Harris and you get slim, or you turn into 400 pounds, and unfortunately, 
you're going to not be long for the earth at that yeah. type of... Well, see, fact. most of those linemen do exactly what Ryan Harris did. And Tom most, Nailers, yeah, most, most, most slim down to their walking It weight. seems like most offensive linemen. Most defensive they linemen balloon. seem to just yeah. turn into... They get big. So, and I know we got to run through this. The other, the other ones are... I think it's going to turn into 10 on 10 at some point. They're, they're, they've gotten too big and too fast to play on the and exact same. you can't make the field bigger. No, you can't. And they play on the exact same field they played on when it was much smaller, yeah. much slower people. Okay. So you got to do that. I think kickers should have to play another position. Kickers so and punters. Position players actually kick. Correct. Like, wouldn't it be great if Eric Decker had to kick the game-tying extra point I think it'd be great weekend? if Max Garcia had to kick. So that was one. Yeah. And where did I just, oh, and I think they just need to get rid of holding. It's too arbitrary. You can hold. <laughs> now, that's a dumb one. You that's, can that's, hold. Now Why? stupid. We'll get to that, two that stories in the sugar fix this by, morning. By the way, um, speaking of plain weight. And, I would make the game better. Now that, that I like the first three. The first three were conditional and pretty good. The last one's stupid. Go on. <laughs> All right, guys, on this day in 1960, fitting timing, Dolph Shays became the first NBA player ever to score 15,000 points. Wow. Good timing. We just had Dolph's son, Danny, on these airwaves. He played for, where was he playing there? Uh, playing for Boston? Yeah, he bounced around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Marsing answer. Well done. Go on. Do you have any commentary on Dolph? All right, I just guys. interviewed Danny for 15 minutes. What else do you want me to say? In 1969, Broadway Joe Namath was feeling cocky the week leading up to the Super Bowl. Here's a little snippet of that. I know we're going to win. I have that attitude. I feel that way. And it's not uh overconfidence thing. It's football sense. The Jets went on to beat the Colts 16-7 to January 12, 1969, this day in history. How many times do you think Joe Namath has had to tell that story? I told you my Joe Namath story. Super Bowl 50. He really screwed it up for the Broncos when he messed up the coin toss. No, that was 48. Super well, 48. 50. This is 50. 50. Okay. The night before when they he had was that... there for that. T- oh yeah, because oh, yeah. they had all the MVPs. Remember the night the night before they give those awards out? Yeah. And I see him in line. I'm doing the red carpet, and I interview him, and I ask one simple question: Hey guys, this is Joe Bleepin Namath, and he looked at me and laughed, and we just stared at each other for a minute straight. Joe Bleepin Namath. I, I, I'm not. Starstruck by a ton of people, but I think Joe Namath would be one where you're like, that would be my reaction. Hell yeah. That's Joe Freak. Exactly right. That was my, if I saw Kenny Stabler, I'd react. That's Kenny freaking Stabler. Joe freaking Namath. Manchester, we've been over this though. The butterfly effect of Super Bowl 48 is all Namath's fault. If he doesn't screw the coin toss up, the coin toss doesn't go the Broncos against the Broncos. The ball doesn't go over Peyton's head. That's the butterfly effect. No, no doubt. No, no doubt. Those That's, choppers would have come over a little earlier, yeah. and we wouldn't have had the wind still in there. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things. Namath is the reason the ball went over Peyton's head. Uh, Scott freaking Bayo. Let's move on. Guys, a Denver-based soap opera premiered on this day in 1981. We're going to hear the theme song. I'm going to let you see if you can name it. Dynasty. Wow. Blake Carrington, played by John Forsythe. God, he was great, wasn't he? Linda Evans. Joan she played Collins. the blonde. No, Joan Collins played the brunette that she was, was Alexis. Snappy. Yeah, Alexis. What was Linda Evans's character? I don't remember. She was the John name. Forsythe's wife. Yeah. In the, I in remember. The show. I was very loyal. Crystal. Crystal I, Carrington. You're right. I was loyal to Dynasty because I hated Texans and their stupid Dallas. I'm with you. And so I said, okay, you got your Dallas. We got our Dynasty. Were you a Nuts? Well, Were you a Nuts Landing guy? No. Dynasty was all the way. Spin off of Dallas or Dynasty? You know how. H.W. had his moment with his mother going to the playoff game last. Yeah. My moments growing yeah. up with my mother watching Dynasty. Me and Ma. 
I, I can remember that, watching it on the TV that was like a piece of furniture. The old so Sylvania. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people my age don't know what the hell Dynasty is. Yes. Dive in, Ooh. please. It's <laughs> what you think it is. It was royalty back in the... It was the Kardashians of our era. It was, it, was, uh, it was like a 9 o'clock at night, Thursday night soap opera on CBS. It was a yeah, time soap opera. It's ABC, all it whatever it was. And it, they were rich people in Denver. Dudes. They were like oil magnets or yeah. something. And they, there was drama. It was yeah. set here. It, it was, was drama. It was the Denver version of Dallas. It's what it was. And so, it was spectacular. Right. Shut up. We'll sneak in a couple birthdays here before we get done with the sugar fix. Uh, Dominic Wilkins is 58 years old today. The human highlight. Mm-hmm. Saw Neek the oh. other night, man, and I'm um, sitting there because uh, Hastings knows Neek very well. They played together. Uh, Neek came around at a time where he sort of interrupted the Bird Jor- the Bird uh, Magic era and then hit into the Jordan era. If if Neek had played in another era by himself, he would have been a more pronounced stud. He was that good. He was a hell of a player. Well, and he also had that... Uh thing where he kept running into the Celtics in the playoffs, you know, so there was a ceiling to how how far that Hawks team went, where if they get into a finals, he wins a couple of championships. Yeah, he'd he'd be there. But they they were uh, a very good team and he was a great player. Couple more birthdays for you. Howard Stern turned 64 today. Private Parts, uh, sneaky good movie. Good movie. Yeah, really good movie. And finally, we'll close with Kirstie Alley, 67. Sneaky? Once upon a time, yeah. Not now. Oh, she Were you more me of a? Cheers. Did you like her on Cheers or Shelley Long on Cheers? Shelley bothered me too. I don't like because she was Diane, uh. and then Kirstie Alley was. Gosh, why am I blanking on what her character's name was on there? I don't remember, but I remember her character. Oh, I like this is going to drive more. me crazy. I know it does. Stuff like that does. Are you done? Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. When we come back, um, you guys ever consider- Rebecca? Rebecca, how? You guys ever considered eating the uh, substance that's used to wash your laundry? No. No? Well, kids are doing it. We'll explain. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets host the Grizzlies at Pepsi Center. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock with a pregame show. Ging and Way at 6.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Cos. Oh my goodness, what a monster bucket that was! Home of the Moe's. Oh man, oh man! The Avs and Nuggets and Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Oh! Dick Lombardi. You know, I, I walked out of the Trader Joe on Colorado Boulevard. I went there with my uh, my wife and my kid. We went and bought some stuff the other day. We walk out, and it is in our faces. Everyone smoking pot. Everyone outside the parking lot. I mean, they're bringing it in the store because you could. It's such a distinct smell. You cannot escape the smell. Yeah, that was my uh, unofficial airing of grievances. You know, you can't smoke outside anymore, right? You can't smoke next to a Trader Joe's. People will freaking tackle you. If you probably. smoke a Marlboro next to a Trader Joe's, what will happen to you? Uh, you'll, you'll probably be physically assaulted, yes. But if you smoke pot, it's okay. Totally fine. It's all right. You know, it's cool, man. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? It's cool. But if you smoke a, a Marlboro, huh, watch out. There might be some Land Marlboros mine. in my weekend. Landmine. <laughs> uh, this is a new segment we came up here first I'm of the year. I'm just being honest. Uh, not sure why we did this segment, why we came up with it, but I like it already. 
It is our official airing of grievances. Hey, tell us how you really feel. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. It's time for the airing of grievances. All right, so when you're at a game and you pay good money for seats, and those seats, they're pretty tight to begin with, right? Not like your first class on an airline. How much does it bother you, the dude behind you who decides to put his feet up on the back of your chair? And so sometimes you'll lean back and you'll hit the soles of his feet and yeah. it may be muddy coming That's out annoying. of the rain or snow. What are you doing, man? What, what, what are you doing? This isn't your living room. Put your damn feet on the floor. You know those people. Oh, yeah. No, I'm 100% with you. The That's theater, annoying. same thing when you go to the movie theater. And if no one is sitting in front of me, I will do that. Let me, let me first say, I will do that. I'll put my feet. But if there are people sitting there, what, what, what are you doing? Well, and the other th- reason it bothers me is because I'm very self-conscious about not doing it to the point like if I cross my leg, recross them, I'm like very careful not to accidentally you brush don't want to hit leg. anybody. Right. Yeah. So if, if I can take the time to think about it, why can't they? They're rude. They're rude. Here's mine for today. I can't stand guy who is at the front of the turn lane. The light turns green. He sits there with his thumb somewhere. Yeah. On his phone. Just waiting. Just waiting. And then he finally figures it out just as it's yellow. And oh, he goes through. He screws and everybody. nobody else does. Yeah. The injustice of that bothers me. I've got a couple. Um, if you butt dial someone, that's not that big a deal. It happens to all of us. Unless you do it four times at three in the morning yeah. and you butt dialing a Hall of Famer. Sounds like a personal problem. Go on. <laughs> But if you butt dial someone and then they call you back, answer and tell them that you butt dialed them and it was an accident because then I think something's wrong or you need to get a hold of me. Yeah, that's you know? good. Like, and also, along these same lines, don't call me to talk and within the first 20 seconds tell me you have to call me back because you called me to talk. I don't care that your wife's calling you on the other line. Wife can wait if you called me. Brother can wait. Mom can wait. Girlfriend can wait. Boyfriend can wait. I don't care. If you called me, we're talking. So I'm at the uh, Meet the Nuggets thing last night. Yeah. And I'm taking a picture of my three boys and their friend, right, out on the court. And this nice lady comes by and says, hey, well, would you like to be in the picture? And I think, sure, yeah, that'd be cool. So I go out there, you know, I kneel down, I get in the picture, and I take it with the with the four boys. I'm like, that's a really nice gesture, which it was. Wait, who are the four boys? My three kids and then their friend. Oh, okay. So it's the five of us. I'm like, that's cool. Now I got a photo of it. I go over, I get my phone from her, tell her thank you, start scrolling through the photos. She cut our feet off in every photo. Bad photo. Bad photo lady. Like Bad photo taker. It totally kills yep. the gesture. Because now I have a completely unusable photo, and yep. I can just look at it and go, what could have been? Yeah. Well, bothersome. I can't even crop that and make it look good with Instagram. Everybody's done this. The, the photo that my dad takes, like three in a row, and we go back and look at it, and it's his eye. <laughs> I got another one unless you have one, Vic. Well, I've got plenty. But go ahead. All right. (laughs) Reply all, guy? You don't need to reply all to everyone about everything. If your email just needs to go to a specific person, (laughs) you don't need to reply all. Are you thinking of someone in We may have some offenders in the other room, but I won't throw anyone under. Show show your your mouth. The bus. Okay. uh, There are these fads that take place every year, it seems, twice a year. And some of them are fun. Some of them I understand why the youth of our society get involved. Hell, I I was there one time. But now they're getting downright dangerous. Do you remember the spoonful of cinnamon fad? Do you remember that one that yeah. made the rounds? It's like a yeah. challenge. Yeah, the cinnamon challenge. 
Did you ever try it? I had Ty Lawson once on my uh, Xfinity show when I was at Channel 4, and we had him do it live because he always wanted to do it. He immediately left the studio or the set and went to the bathroom, and he was in the bathroom for 45 minutes. Apparently, it really, I mean, you can't breathe. It shuts down your mouth and your ability it's to dangerous. breathe. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. Okay, so that's one thing. The latest fad going on nationwide is called the Tide Pod Challenge. Are you guys familiar with this? I am not. Teenagers are taking the detergent pods that you use in your wash machines to clean your laundry. They're taking those detergent pods and eating them. Placing them in their mouths. Eating them on camera to show the world, check me out. Well, not sure why. It has resulted in at least eight deaths. Mm. It includes substances, these pods do, such as ethanol, hydrogen peroxide, several polymers, a highly toxic mix of detergent meant to wipe out dirt and grime, and people are finding it necessary to eat these things for the internets. What the hell is going on? I'm going to go grab one of those pods out there in the break room, and I'm just going to ask you guys if you had any interest whatsoever in ingesting one of these things. Well, because I remember a year or two ago, they had to change the look of these things because little kids were finding them like under the sink and Looks thinking like they candy. were candy, right? So that was accidental. But this is an intentional consumption yes. of it? Yes. It's like, hey, look at me. Because apparently they, when you when you eat it, they just explode into mass bubbles, right? You, you know, I'm one to take a bubble bath. That's like next level dumb. But isn't this kind of Darwinian, right? Like if you're dumb enough to do that and... You know that it's not good for you. You know that it's dangerous, and it turns out bad. Mm. Then you Star just winning. go. Then Star you just winning. go. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen something similar to it though, and and we we've laughed at it, and I and I remember making reference. This is dangerous. Do you remember the fad? Barstool had it of guys on golf carts yeah. slamming into each other it's and terrible. running over their friends. Didn't on a Bar- golf Barstool take all those down, I believe? I think they did. Yeah. I mean, some kid, like, his his freaking femur was shattered on one of those videos. And I'm looking at it going, oh, my, someone's going to die soon. Yeah. yeah, so thank you. That's That officially is my version of... What's the name of the segment? Aaron of Grievances. Aaron of a Grievances. lot coming in on the Altitude 950 text line, 30933. Try to get to some of those, but Vic... You gotta fill these phone lines up next. Why? Trivia. You can read oh. Your rundown. Oh yeah. Read you in there. Read you in there. <laughs> rundown guy. Almost cursed. <laughs> Swear to God, almost cursed. Almost had to hit the dump button. <laughs> I'm looking at you right My now, and mother? I can tell you almost cursed. Rundown. <laughs> Coming up next. I can't wait to the commercial break. According to the rundown, three questions to glory. <laughs> You call the show, 303-753-0950, 303-753-0950. We ask you three questions. And you know what? They're going to be basketball questions today because they're for basketball tickets. All right, you have a chance to go to tonight's 80s night at Pepsi Center. Nuggets, Grizzlies. Can I ask an 80s trivia question? I don't care. Are you actually mad? I'm mad because my show, nose is full of snot. And it's that kind of day. you got the Dick Lombardi show. There's big news in the new year as mortgage loan limits are increasing, meaning you may be able to borrow more money when purchasing a new home. It's an increase that will give buyers more choices in homes so you can plan your new year and the things you want to accomplish. Make sure home ownership is near the top of the list. 
With just a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing, you can start the process of getting mortgage approval, an even better way to find out exactly what loan amount you can be approved for. It will make your home search more enjoyable. So give my friends at American Financing a call, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Friday edition of Crackman and Harris, start your weekend with us 3 to 6 every weekday. We're going to get you ready for the Nuggets versus the Grizzlies, plus lukewarm locks and the weekend preview. We'll also talk to Pete Jensen from the NHL Network. Avs are back on the ice this weekend. We'll get his thoughts on Nathan McKinnon, the MVP of the NHL. We'll also talk to Lindsey. Lindsay! Lindsay! Jones about the NFL playoffs. She's heading to Minnesota, Ryan. Oh! And we'll talk to Michael Adams, former Nugget. It's 80s night at Pepsi Center. Crackman and Harris, every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Tune in tonight on Altitude as your Denver Nuggets look for a win at home against the Memphis Grizzlies. Free games start tonight on Altitude at 6 p.m. with tip-off at 7 p.m. Check us out on the web at AltitudeSports.com for channel numbers in your area. And don't forget to like Altitude on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram for game previews and exclusive interviews with your favorite Nuggets players and coaches. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets. Hi, this is Jack Farland, owner of Farland Classic Restoration. Since 1991, we've been Denver's premier classic car restoration and sales shop. From rebuilding a rare 12-cylinder Ferrari engine to performing world-class metalwork on a Jaguar XKE, you'll find we're always up to something interesting. What can we do for you? Learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Hey guys, listen up here. We all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget the dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for the Black Eyed Pea, my go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Juicy half-pound burgers, ribeye steak, and seared salmon. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned and operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and their entire homestyle menu. Black Eyed Pea. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Here's Matt. Beautiful. What a great pump fake. Now, for all the young people who might still be up at this hour watching this game, you know, you youngsters who are playing any time that you're in there and you're dwarfed by that's big the people, that's right. there was a, just a great watch. Ah, the great Calvin Natt, he's going to be at Pepsi Center tonight along with a host of others to celebrate 80s night at the Nuggets-Grizzlies game. Um, We all have to sort of go in 80s apparel, 80s costume. I am going to go as a Nuggets ball boy. I served that role 
from 1984 to 86. The greatest decade in American history. The greatest generation. The 80s was great. Like, I I don't need to go back and redo the 90s. I don't need to redo the 70s. I don't remember the 90s. It happened so fast. It's the just, 80s is nice yeah. and elongated for the me. The 80s just is very distinct. Yeah. Yeah. Great movies, great music. <sighs> the older you get, the quicker they go. I don't remember the 90s. Hell, I don't remember a thing that happened between 00, zero and 10. The 2010s are almost over. I have no clue what the hell happened there. It is, it's amazing. Um, we're giving away tickets tonight. A set of tickets to watch the Nuggets and Grizz 80s night at Pepsi. Pretty simple. We do it every week. We do it almost every day. We ask trivia questions. You answer. You got three questions. Pick the sport. Go to the game. It is three questions to glory. Any sport. Jokic for three. Got it. Nothing but net. Any team. He scores. Nathan the Kennedy. Any era. And Elway goes. But there's no time to Google. Oh, man. Three questions to glory. Again, these questions come off the top of our head. You pick the sport. I uh, initially said it would be just basketball, but I changed my mind. Because otherwise we'll be here all day. I'm doing just 80s. Whatever. Uh, Alex is first on the line. 303-753-0950 is the phone number. If you want to participate, call the show. We'll ask you questions. You answer them. You go. Alex, what's up, buddy? Not much. How you doing? Good, thanks. Thanks for listening to the show, man. Of course. Uh, what sport would you like? Let's do baseball. You want baseball questions. Very good. Uh, name the famous baseball player who became an announcer who was caught on camera pulling down his pants at first base to take out the dirt from up and under. Do you remember the uh, scene? No, I don't. <laughs> I thought it was an easy one. Damn it. Nope. Yeah, John Crack. Steve Cycle Lines. Remember that? No. I, I remember didn't. Steve Lyons doing that, yeah. I don't. Remember I don't. he pulled I'm his Alex. pants down? Alex, I am so sorry. I Alex threw you a curveball to start. I, I am so sorry. I really apologize. Trent, you're up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Trent, how are you? Hey, morning, Vic. How hey, are you? man. Pretty good, man. Uh, what do you want? What sport? Let's, uh, can we do Broncos trivia? Broncos trivia. We'll start with you, James. All right. Well, I'm doing 80s today, so I hope you uh, hope you know a little bit about history. We will keep these pretty simple. On January 28, 1986, the space shuttle exploded after launch. What shuttle was it? It was a Challenger. Well done. Uh, the Broncos Stadium. What was the name before Mile High became the name of it? It was in Vesco Field at Mile High. No, 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 no. Oh, Look back. Which, before sorry. Mile High. Before oh, Mile High. Before Mile High. Yeah. Oh, what, what, was it, what was it called before back in the Mile day. High? Yeah. Okay. Back when the, uh, when they were an AFL yeah. team. Yeah, before the, you know, so that was before 67. Three seconds. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, sorry Trent. Bears Stadium. Bears Stadium. Oh, okay. Denver Bears. Sorry, Trent. Appreciate it. You asked football, I gave you football. I'm not sure. What the hell are you doing, Manchester? I thought he asked football. You, you give him an 80s? I told you. I've said it like six times. So I'm you doing got, all 80s. You've got your own set of rules, and everybody else has... We change the rules on this game every time we do hey, it. These poor people come in, they want a, a certain topic, and you're giving them 80s? And okay. This make them well, are you going to go off Fletch well, next? At least Jesus. make them easy. I've asked one question. They got it. Vic's asked two questions, and neither person knew them. How do you not know what And you're Bears, mad at my questions? How do you questions? not know Bear Stadium? How do you not know that? Your first question was like HWS. 
Oh, really? Who is Most the guy baseball. who's Who now an guy? announcer and he used to play? And well, I haven't even gotten a chance to ask pants down yet. at first base when there was a going to camera. Like, it just, I had no idea what you were talking people, about. See, people are scared. We just had two callers <laughs> drop off. We just had two callers drop off because... That means someone else can get they in. They are fearful of the line of questioning. You know what else it says? You people are a little field day out there. A little <laughs> snowflakey. You're afraid that you're going to be exposed on these airwaves. I'm not afraid. Remember when we turned the tables and I had to answer the questions? Remember that? I do and remember I look that. look like an idiot? I do I'm not, remember I'm not afraid. You guys are afraid. A little thin-skinned out there. Let's go to Jerry. Jerry, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. What's up, Jerry? What's up, Vic? How are they treating you over there? They treat me good, Jerry. They treat me good. Uh, what sport do you want? Let's try football. Football. Go ahead, HW. All right. If you guys want simple ones, uh, <laughs> look at, look at fine. <laughs> Who was the Broncos' leading rusher this past year? Uh, C.J. Anderson. There you go. Well done. All right, uh, we're going to go 80s for me as Vic prepares the game winner here. Uh, what kind of car did they use for the time machine in the Back to the Future trilogy? I don't know, some kind of DMC car. Uh, you know what? We're actually going to give him that. It does say DMC on it because it's the DeLorean, DeLorean. Motor Company. It's a DeLorean. Wow. It was a DeLorean DMC-12. All right, Jerry. So I'm going to gonna give him that. Are you guys cool with that? Fine. You give him whatever you want. You got a weird topic with a subject matter. Whatever. Do whatever you want. <laughs> That's room to. Uh Jerry, here we go. You ready? There was a uh, former Denver Bronco who rented out Mile High Stadium for an exhibition boxing match against... The late great Muhammad Ali. What was the name of that former Denver Bronco? Famous boxing um, match, an exhibition match at Mile High. It was featured on Wide World of Sports. Freaking nearly sold out the on place. a Saturday. Exactly right. Broad daylight. Who was it? I'm gonna take a guess. So okay. it's just a guess. Yes. I'm gonna say Lyle Alzado. Boom! 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 Congratulations, Jerry. Stay wow. on the line. You're going to the wow. Nuggets game. Compliments of Altitude 950 tonight. See how easy that is? It's not that hard. Questions come from the top of our heads. Manchester always has to throw a wrinkle in. HW has to Google it first. And we ask, you answer. It's that easy. Did you have to Google the C.J. Anderson one? No, I just wanted to go easy so I didn't get yelled at. Sorry to our full lines that didn't get it, but congratulations to Jerry. He said that with such Yeah, and he really does. Sorry to our full lines. The third caller won. That's fine, right? What do you want? It's man? great. I was just apologizing to everyone else. Should I have not given it? I should have made Delo He should have had to say DeLorean. I, I would have been a little more. Yeah. I would have been a stickler there. All right. Let me. Can I give you, you a couple soft. of my 80s? You guys a couple I, of my 80s questions? I guess, man. Sure. If you want to play, go ahead. Are there Nuggets tickets on the line? Yeah. Or, I just oh, do you want to keep doing the just callers? Pride. What do you want to do here? You want to go to break well, we, we early? Nothing, we have nothing to give them unless you can find something. I mean, we have we have people on hold that seriously want to answer, but we have nothing to give. Maybe we could give them golf with Vic Lombardi that no, they never no, cash in No, on. we're not doing that anymore. All right. On March 30th, 1981, there was an assassination attempt on Ronald Reagan in Washington, D.C. What was the name of the shooter? Oh, the guy that just got out of jail. Uh, uh, hint, hint, uh, what, no, what the hell is there? Um, You're there. Uh, I'm sorry, my head is Hinkley. Hinkley. Correct, John Hinkley. Yeah. He uh, had also stalked an actress. What yeah. actress uh, was he stalking? I know this, too. I know this. I know this. But my mind is muddled this morning. My mind is muddled. Um, it wasn't Jane Fonda. It was one no. of those. 
It was one of those 70s actresses, one of those ladies, one of the girls that you find attractive. What's her name? It was Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Jo- you know what, Jodie Foster, What? what's your favorite Jodie Foster film? Uh, probably Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I Was Silence? That wasn't out then. No, 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 no. Way after no. that. Who, I think he was stalking her because was she in Taxi Driver? I don't know. I think she was. I, I De Niro's... Yeah, when De Niro's just the I don't know. wackadoo. I don't know the answer to that. I think I think she was. Can you I'll believe that guy's out of jail? Can well, you believe he's a 1981, dude. That was a long time ago. He tried to kill a president. I, I'm I, with I, you. I, again, and I know I'm going to upset... Is Squeaky Fromm still in jail? I'm going to upset due process Will here. But in my world, if you try <laughs> to kill a president, you're gone. <laughs> you're, you're out. I love how due process is something you're that out. I'm not. You know, I'm a fan of due process. You're saddled with it. I mean, no. think about this for a second. What a terrible thing this. to be a fan of. I just of. want people to think about this. He's rehabbed. He's sane. He's he's good to go. It's been like, 37 years. Okay, okay. Would you have lunch with him and hang out with him? Would would you no. just would you go skipping down the sidewalk with him at a park? No. No. Okay. Would you trust him? Would you trust him with your kids? No. Okay. Well, what the hell is he doing out of jail? You just want him to sit in there forever? Yes. yes. You tried to kill a president. <laughs> I get your I get your basis of your argument here. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, by the way, Jodie Foster was in Taxi Driver in 1976. I understand what the hell we do in this country sometimes. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Fire in the dead of winter. The abs buzzing right now. The catcher with a reset. He scores! Five in a row. Here they come. Eric Johnson. The other side shoots. And he scores! And the Condor soars again. The abs are back in action tomorrow when they visit the Dallas Stars. Three game starts at 6.30. Moe's has the face off at 7. Oh, my goodness gracious. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. Over $135 million. That's how much money the C3 Group recovered for its clients just in 2017. The C3 Group is a group of licensed public insurance adjusters, engineers, appraisers, meteorologists, and other experts here to help you with your insurance claims. Consider them a go-between between you and your insurance. Let the C3 Group help you today. Visit the website at c3adjusters.com. C3Adjusters.com Hey man, haven't seen you in a while. You still working at that warehouse by the airport? Yep, I've been there a little over five years now. How much are they paying you? About eleven fifty an hour. <laughs> eleven fifty? Really? 
Well, why don't you come work with me at the Safeway Distribution Center? The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Wow. I can start out making $17.15 an hour? Oh, yeah. And that's just the starting pay. After being employed for two and a half years like me, you'll make $24.50 per hour. Plus, you'll receive raises along the way. That's incredible. Do they offer benefits? Yes, sir. You'll get an amazing benefits package once your probationary period ends. How do I apply? Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway, a company you can retire with, is hiring full-time employees for their order selector positions, working in their distribution center located on I-70 between Colorado Boulevard and Monaco. The starting pay is $17.15 per hour. Apply right now at SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Must be at least 18 years old to apply. It's your favorite time of year at Pepsi Center. Nathan McKinnon! Don't miss the chance to cheer on your Colorado Avalanche. Middle Tickets for all games are on sale right now. Reserve your seats today at ColoradoAvalanche.com. Go Avs, go. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Good time for reflection on, you know, the season to this point and good things we've done and things that we want to improve and so we're all kind of doing a little bit of that and making sure that we come back and and uh, recognize what we've been doing well here lately to get on the streak, and we'd like to see that continue. Jared Bednar on the show earlier this week as the Avs are back at it tomorrow in Dallas. See if they can add to their five-game win streak. It's been a while since they played hockey. It's been a week since they were on the ice. So hopefully the uh, the time off won't hurt their big mo. I hate time off when you're rolling. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Well, it's kind of like the bye week in the NFL. I hate it. I hate it. We'll I hate see it. four teams this weekend with buys. Uh, you would think at least one of them, if not two, loses. Uh, during the show today, some breaking news came down regarding the Rockies and their new contract agreement with Charlie Blackman. One year, $14 million avoiding arbitration. He'll get a huge pay raise. He's made about seven and change last year, so he's going to 14 this year to play center field for the Rocks. Uh, I guess as a, as a Rockies fan, you'd prefer it to be a long-term deal, but the fact is they're doing a little bit of what James Manchester Merrillette suggested. They're putting their chips in the center of the table. So do you guys remember my two New Year's resolutions? I had the Broncos and the Rockies. Okay. Mine were I want the Rockies to push all their chips in. Right, they, it, when you're a small or mid market team, you have windows that come around about every decade, yeah. and they're in. They're last year was the start of that window. It sounds so depressing. I know, but it, it. but think about Minnesota, think yeah. about Oakland, think about Kansas City. Right, like Kansas City had like a three year window. They had to if they were going to win it, they had to win it during that three years, and they did win one. The Rockies are just at the start of that. They need to push their chips in and make 2018, 19, 20. They're, they're shot to try and win a title. Okay. Okay. And they're, they're doing it. I think they're going to continue to do it. My other one was the Broncos needed a reality check. They don't have a quarterback. They've come to that reality. I think they clearly have that understanding. And they didn't have a very good head coach. I think they came to that reality. Their solution, though, was to blow up their coaching staff and to surround him with so many assistant coaches that he can't possibly screw it up. So I think they've kind of, Gone with my resolution, just not in the way I would have expected them to. Okay. 
but they're spending money. The Rockies are, yes. The Broncos remain to be seen. The Broncos will spend money. I think they will. I, I do think they will. They're we, not holding on to it. We shall see. I tell you who else is going to spend some money this offseason. The San Francisco 49ers. They're not done, even with Garoppolo. They got a ton of money to spend, bro. Ton. I know. They're just getting started. John Lynch is sitting in a great position. It really is. At the beginning of the season, and given the fact that they lost their, what, first 10? 10 games? I know they were 0 and 9. They what finished they? on a five game winning streak, right? And they finished 6 so and 10. You're sitting there going, well, that job sort of sucks. But now, the way they finished and the fact they landed Jimmy G, that is suddenly a plum situation for the Niners. You're exactly right. Uh, the Nuggets are back at it tonight. See if they can snap the three game losing streak. First three game losing streak of the season. And it was capped by the worst loss of the season. For the last two days, we've been talking about that loss. There's no way they can lose to Memphis tonight. Just can't, I'm sorry, can't happen. Well, and I think the energy will be good. It's 80s night over there. We gave away a pair of tickets last segment. I, I, I'm curious to see though, because Vic, he was non-committal when he talked to you yesterday, but Coach Malone did make some comments about changes and how fans want changes after every game, but he needs to see a larger sample size to make those changes. Talk about lineup changes? Yeah, two and five in their last seven. He didn't come out and say, hey, I'm going to make changes, but he sounded open to making changes. What? I'll be curious to see if the starting lineup is tweaked tonight. What, if you were to tweak the starting lineup, what would you do? Just curious. I would flip-flop Lyles and Chandler. Uh, I think Wilson Chandler has played 30-plus minutes a lot for not a lot of production. I would give those 30-plus minutes to Trey Lyles. Not a bad option. Chandler off the bench for his defense doesn't hurt. No. I, I, th- I would have absolutely no problem with that. Um I do think, though, you know, you, you lose. So you'd move, you'd move. Okay, hold on a second, because you'd still leave Plumlee in there as a starter, and you'd leave Jokic at, at a four. Yeah, I'd start Trey at the three and just okay. go big. Okay, wow. I mean, Trey can shoot the three. He can stretch oh. the floor. You have plenty of you have plenty of guys who can shoot with him and Murray yeah. and Harris. Don't you think Emmanuel Moody needs to start playing? He hadn't touched the floor in the last what? I mean, he saw minimal minutes a couple weeks ago. In a game I recall late. But we did right. it yesterday. He hasn't, had anything, he hasn't had anything of significance since 2017. They need a backup point guard. That's not Will Barton trying to play the point. And let Will Barton be... Because my, my issue with the Trey Lyles switch here is... All right, but then on your bench, who's your scorers? Because Trey Lyles has been a good scorer off the bench. It could be Wilson Chandler, but he hasn't been much of a scorer as a starter. So mm-hmm. then who's your scorer off the bench? Because I think Will Barton... Will Barton's been very up and down. Uh-huh. And I think when he's more concerned about, See, hey, shoot the ball, score, as opposed to bringing the ball up and playing know, point. I, I don't know if the if the Nuggets are good enough to worry about you know what happens late in the first quarter. Worry about what happens to start the game. Because they started the game with such a lack of energy the other night, so flat, attempting 15 threes in the first quarter, which to me tells you they're settling for jumpers. They're tired. They're lackadaisical. I think more important than what your bench does is how you start the game. You have to start the game with some vigor, some want to, some intensity. Well, then here's a off the wall idea: start Richard Jefferson. Why? Because he come he'll come out and be professional and show guys here's how, here's here's how you have to play. He hasn't played enough. I know, but they, they, play. they brought him just, in. They, you remember the Chicago game? It was it started off exactly like the Atlanta game. They were flat as could be, and. Coach Malone put Richard Jefferson in, and he was just diving on the floor, and he was moving his feet on defense, and he was 
you know, helping on the pick and roll or whatever. He was just doing the little things that you're supposed to do. And it was like light bulb went on. Uh, okay, turn the light bulb on to start the game. Why can't he play the first five minutes of the game? Well, they have to win tonight because they go to San Antonio yeah, tomorrow night. If you don't win tonight, you're staring at a five-game mm-hmm. losing streak and being under 500, yeah. which was our fear when they went to Portland and Golden State and they avoided it. I think from a mental standpoint, you don't want to drop well, below 500. And Vic, you said you can't lose tonight. No. Not meaning that it's impossible. You're saying no, you, you just can't. can't let it happen. No, you can't. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with of that. Uh, from the text line, 30933. This person says, smartest thing Elway could have done was hire Lynch and sit back and reap the benefits. That wasn't going to happen. Lynch wanted to run a front office, not work for a front office. Perhaps if the San Francisco job hadn't come along, you could have coerced him to, to take some sort of role, but it, it just wasn't even in the, wasn't even in the Broncos mindset at the time. The San Francisco thing happened. Lynch was working for Fox at the time and he jumped. So I don't think that was even a possibility. From 3614, Vic, I'm surprised you didn't ask one of your trivia callers what Danny Shea's hometown is. Is that a knock on me asking, what was that? What was the question I asked a couple weeks ago and they get all mad? Bednar's hometown. Yeah. That was the day where trivia kind of blew up in our face and you flipped the format. By the way, Vic, if you care, we've got a breaking NFL news. Is this legit or is mm-hmm. it? Hmm? Broncos fans will find this very curious. All right, I'm going to hit the button. It better be legit. Breaking news on Altitude 950. What? You want to hit it one more time for effect? Breaking news on Altitude 950. Hey, you guys remember that Rick Dennison guy that we made fun of a lot and then yeah. he went to Buffalo and was yeah. validated and blah, blah, blah? One of the former Bronco assistants who coached in the playoff game this year? Mm-hmm. Rick Dennison's looking for a job. Ian Rappaport reports he's been fired from the Bills after one year. Jeez. Not surprising. God, the Bills are a mess. Not Mid- surprising. Mid-season, they, they bench the starter, bring in a guy and throws 18 picks in a quarter. Then they go to the postseason and they can't muster any offense at all. And now they fire their OC. Is it Rick Dennison's fault that Tyrod Taylor didn't notice that the safety came up and he had a wide-open receiver for a touchdown yeah. late in that game? Yeah. I know they I know they scored three points in the playoff game, and that's got to be infuriating. I know they had first and goal from the one and settled for a field goal. I, I, I get it. But is it – he called the right play. It was wide open. It's a touchdown to tie the game at 10-10. I, I, I think at some point it's the guys executing the offense, not the guy – Drawing up the offense. You do have to wonder with Coobs back in the building to a Dove Valley larger role. Oh, 25th coach? Is a Rico reunion in the cards. Here? They've hired all these coaches. Why not hire a 25th? In what capacity? Assistant to the offensive coordinators, guards, coach, consultant, film watcher. They don't have a coach that specifically coaches the backups. Maybe he could do that. The backup backup offensive lineman. You know what's sad is we made fun of Rick Dennison ruthlessly. Still a better coordinator than Mike McCoy. Oh, better for what they mm-hmm. had. Better for what they had. Again, a coordinator can only work with what he has. And if you're trying to fit a system to what you're not, you're going to struggle. I guess Rick Dennison did get more out of Trevor Simeon than Mike McCoy did, though. Uh, from the text line, if you guys want to be sad today, this is from Trent, you can talk about how today marks the fifth year anniversary of Raheem Moore and how he forgot to play safety. Today's the day. The coldest one hour of my life. The coldest one hour in the history of my life was that hour in the south end zone when I emerged late fourth quarter to what I expected to see was a Bronco victory over Baltimore. 
And instead, it goes to double OT, and I'm, sit, I'm sitting there for an hour watching that atrocity unfold. You guys would have better perspective than I would, but it's the worst moment of my sports fan career uh, as a Denver sports fan. The one sports fan <laughs> career. That's, that's a long, <laughs> illustrious sports fan career. But what, what's worse? Uh, it was bad. I, here's the one lasting memory that comes to mind, the vivid memory I have. Sitting in the corner of the end zone, just trying to stay warm, because we're live on the air, Channel 4, right after the game. Watching Flacco step up in the pocket as he sidesteps Elvis Doomerville. Remember, it was Elvis who had a shot at him, right? Comes from a wide angle, has a shot, steps up in the pocket. And as he throws the ball down the right sideline, it looked to me from our vantage point that the ball was going to float out of bounds. Mm-hmm. It, you know, Because on television, you never see the angles. But from our vantage point, I'm like, well, what a dumb play. He just threw it away, right? Why would he throw it out of bounds? And it hanging in the air. And then, because we were in the south end zone, I couldn't see what happened. All I heard was the crowd fall deathly silent, silent, and the entire Baltimore sideline go berserk. I'm like, what just happened? Look up on the scoreboard, saw the replay, couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. I have a couple of moments that are that are close. I was in the building for the Jacksonville loss. And I think the I think the Raheem Moore one was worse because the game was over. It was finished. I mean they had a ninety nine percent chance of winning and somehow they blew it. But when Mark Brunel threw the pass to I think it was Jimmy Smith that made it thirty to twenty late and it was a third and eight or something like that, and you're like, if they hold him to a field goal here and make it twenty six twenty, Elway with the ball in his hands late, we're fine. That was pretty crushing. I was in the building when Alex Henry made a 57-yard field goal in Lincoln, Nebraska, to beat the Buffs on yeah. fourth and 25. Oh, that was when Dan Hawkins called a timeout, and the Cornhuskers changed their mind. They were going for it. They were lined up to go for it on fourth and 25, and then they decided after the timeout yeah. to try to kick the field How goal. How much time was left in the game? It was under a minute. Okay, it was painful. It was painful. I was in the building. When the Buffs came roaring back from a big deficit against Nebraska and had like a 27-yard field goal at the gun to win it, and Jeremy Aldridge, North Glen High School's own, missed the kick. They lost in overtime. I was there for that one. Who was the linebacker that skewered Aldridge after that missed kick? Remember that, the CU linebacker? And he played yeah. for the Broncos briefly. I don't remember. I don't remember who it was. Remember publicly? Yeah. Just, uh, you were yeah. I mean, it was, we were, because I was all the way down to the railing. We were ready to rush the field. I mean, we were ready to go. It was a, it was a gimme. It was like, uh, Blair Walsh. It was that type mm-hmm. of a miss. So, but back to the Raheem incident, because, um, seeing that live and then the humanity of the kid to speak in the locker room thereafter, because I remember him crying, openly crying. I've never been a part of an interview like that, interviewing a subject matter crying. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do with my hands. You mean, I'm crying. I'm not trying to kill him too much, but he, he should crying. be crying. He cost him a Super Bowl. It, he I cost him their 12th straight win. They I were going to win the Super Bowl that year, man. I get it, but he was crying. Good. God, you're such a mean human. You're so mean. Manchester? I feel bad for the kid. I, I, I thought Raheem Moore was actually a pretty good dude. I thought he was a stand-up guy. Uh, I thought he was actually a pretty a decent player. player. Just a bad, and he just made bad, a, bad judgment. Play. He called right. himself the dream. I call him the bad. nightmare. Don't call yourself the dream if you can't judge a fly ball like a 12-year-old in Little League. Give me a break. Raheem Moore, like his first or second preseason game as a rookie, had a great hit on the sideline, and it turned into a flag, and he got fined. I remember that. And he was never quite the same player. He just wasn't. And I know it shouldn't impact you that much, but it was like he always looked to me like he wasn't quite sure what he was allowed to do. 
I just I feel bad for Raheem Moore. Five years to the day, do you both forgive Raheem Moore? Because I don't. Yes. You remember there was there were other two Super Bowls after that. One one without Raheem Moore. What's crazy? It wasn't even the game winner. The Broncos still had a chance to win the damn game. Exactly. I don't know what it is about your face, but I want to deliver one of these right in your suck hole. They had a chance to win the game. Have I forgiven Raheem Moore? That was your actual question to me. <laughs> yes, of course. They've been to two Super Bowls. They've won one. I was an altar boy for eight years. It wasn't meant to be that year. I was head altar boy for two of those eight. I have forgiven him. You got the Vic Lombardi show. What's happening at Altitude 950? Cronky Sports Charities invites you to the Nuggets Social. Wednesday, January 24th at Punch Bowl Social. Hang out with your favorite Denver Nuggets players, coaches, alumni, dancers, and super mascot Rocky while raising funds for Cronky Sports Charities. Get your tickets now at NBA.com forward slash Nuggets forward slash tickets. Here's your National Western Stock Show update brought to you by Lifetime Windows of Sighting. Today's highlights include two pro rodeo performances in the Coliseum. From bronc riding to mutton busting, you don't want to miss any of the action. Your grounds admission includes free livestock shows, kids' activities, and Colorado's largest Western trade show with acres of food and shopping. This National Western Stock Show update is brought to you by Lifetime Windows and Siding. Great windows at a fair price. Call 1-800-GET-WINDOWS or go online to LifetimeWindowsColorado.com today. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. Friday, January 12th, is 1980s night when your Denver Nuggets host the Memphis Grizzlies at 7 p.m. Be a part of Nuggets history as we celebrate the 1980s era as part of our 50th anniversary season. Michael Adams, Mike Evans, Calvin Nath, Danny Shades, Wayne Cooper, and Bill Hanslick will be on hand for a pregame autograph session and a special halftime ceremony. All fans in attendance will receive a special 1980s night poster. Get your tickets today at Nuggets.com. Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Comes up the left side for Sackick. Sackick at the half boards with a puck. Fikes the shot, shoots. Go! Don't 
nothing, and it's three nothing for the Hands. So Fractal makes it three nothing for Colorado. A power play goal by Superchow is lucky 13th of the playoffs, and the Hands are blowing out the Devils at three nothing in the finals. All right, you know how this works. Third caller. Third caller for a chance to win a one-of-a-kind ride atop the Zamboni, the ultimate Avs VIP experience for the Avs Sharks game January 18th. Third caller right now at Altitude 950. Final segment to the Vic Lombardi Show. I want to thank Danny Shays for joining us earlier. Um, coincidentally, right after the show, I'm going down to the hotel where I will be interviewing Danny Shays, Michael Adams, a couple of these other dudes who are going to be at Pepsi Center tonight. For the 80s night, Nuggets and Grizzlies. I wish it was a different opponent. I wish it was an old, like, 80s foe. I wish it was, like, the Spurs or the Jazz. Some That'd be more had, fitting. You know, yeah. A team that actually existed in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, like, the Memphis Grizzlies doesn't exactly scream 80s. What, t- what When did they come into the league in Vancouver? Uh, God, 90s? that was the late 90s. Yeah, I remember Big House. Reed, yeah, Big Country. It? Big Country. Bryant Reeves. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the other guy they had that uh, changed his name? Um, God, what, uh, Abdul Rahim. Shakir. Sharif Abdul Rahim. Sharif Abdul Rahim. <laughs> Man, you like put the pieces together for me. You are my translator We're today. We're in sync. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. What was his name before he changed it? Oh, man. He had a that's different a, name. That's he a good a question. Player. He was Dave, a good remember player. They had Damon Stoudemire on that yeah? team. Yeah. Damon Stoudemire was their point guard. I'll look up Sharif. That was I don't not know a bad answer. team. They were in Vancouver for a cup of coffee before moving out of town. From the text line. Three nine three six. Raheem Moore cost us our dynasty. Our dynasty. By the way, Vic, will you be um, wearing ball boy platform shoes tonight? No, I'm a ball boy. I can afford to be small. No platform shoes necessary. Um, two nine zero four. I don't know what this means. I love the behind the scenes access, but thought you might want to know you guys off air convos can be heard via Periscope. Oh, that's good to know. That's great. That's an awesome wrinkle to our show today. Did I say anything bad about you off air or him? I don't think so. I think I just complained about my head. Although you did. I don't want to say anything. I just talked about how great this job is. I just said I haven't actually forgiven Raheem. So I think we're fine. Uh, 9707. What about Champ on that play? And for the D.C., putting a 35-year-old champ on the fastest. What are you talking about? Champ wasn't covering that dude on the Raheem play. That was Tony Carter. They were in a, a, mm-hmm. in a stretch zone. Tony Carter squatted at the – I mean, I, I blame Tony Carter. Yeah, what was Tony Carter doing? Run with the guy. Hit him. Tony Carter just let him blast right by him. Champ, champ wasn't involved. Champ was on the other side of the field. Champ wasn't good that day, though. But Ch- Champ had nothing to do with that play, from what I remember. Did he? Am I missing something? Tony Carter on the left side and Raheem Moore behind Tony Carter. If anything, Champ was playing center field. Yeah, that's an unfair person to blame. There's a lot of people to blame on that play. That's not the right guy. We cap the week off as we do every Friday with our terrible texts. Are you mean enough to make a cut? This guy's here. Terrible texts. All right, we'll start on uh, Monday morning at 8.50 a.m. Fanny Pack Manchester standing up for Cam's off-field personality but has issues with Trevor as a person. As a person, hashtag sad. Why is it Fanny Pack? I don't know. But they said you stood up for Cam but you have issues with Trevor as a person. 
When have I ever had issues with Trevor as a person? I, this is what upsets me when people totally mischaracterize what I've said. What have I said? I poke fun of the Skittles thing. That's just poking fun. I've said he's unbelievably tough. I admire the fact that he's he plays when he's hurt. When have I ever questioned him or, or, or knocked him as a person? I've never I, heard you do I it. I don't think he has a very good arm, and I don't think he's capable of playing quarterback in the NFL. I've never heard you do it. All right, we did our best local sports beefs later in the week. Uh, this one came from 0588. Best sports beef, Manchester versus the world. That's a, pre- that's a pretty good one. I'd have to say this week Manchester has gone back to being full Manchester. You had a couple weeks there where you were just half Manchester. It was the holidays. Yeah. You it was in a good mood over the holiday holidays. mode, Manchester. It was weird weeks of, you know... As somebody Off noted earlier this the week, the best line I heard is, is Manchester wearing his cactus britches again? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, because he got mad that you and I said that that Bama kicker mm. was screwed if they lost. Yeah. And he, he took a little offense I said to he'd that. probably die, but whatever. Uh, best sports beef, 2096 on Wednesday at 8, 12 a.m. Vic versus the moon. Well, again, I have no interest in going, no interest in the moon at all. That uh, eclipse that took years to prepare for and... Everybody spent a ton of money, and think about how much production it cost us that week, that day, for people to take away from their lives, their busy lives, walk outside and stare into the sky for that stupid thing. Think about how many people learned something about science. Yeah, I learned that your eyes could get burned to the... Your eyes, you could lose your eyesight by staring at the moon that day. That's what I learned. It's good to learn. Okay. 8755 uh, on Thursday said, Vic, the lack of electricity at Pepsi Center is one of your worst takes in a while. The Nuggets need to come out and be professional. Coach Malone felt like those in attendance should have gotten their money back. Yeah, it was just an observation. I didn't say one led to the other. I totally agree with you. I will never blame the climate, the atmosphere at a game, at a sporting event for the production on the court or field. I never will because you, 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 you're going down the wrong road there. But evidence suggested it was quiet like a library, and it was. I was just stating a fact. It was, I could hear my stomach grumble at that game. You should never be able to hear that. couple more here, then we'll get to our fact checker, 3629. What's Manchester's endgame with Boyle? Wish he'd take an actual stance and say he wants the guy gone. I don't want him gone. So that's what I should do is take a stance of I want him gone when I don't want him gone. You're just so loud and vociferous in your... What what, what are you doing? I want him to stop making excuses for the fact that this program has become mediocre in the last four years. Uh, Two more here. Manchester thinks everyone's lifestyle should be vegan in order to play trivia. That's from Dana. Yeah, don't push your stupid lifestyle on the rest of us. When did I push my lifestyle on anyone? Uh, Adam says, hey, Vic, your winner just Googled that answer, no doubt. Lyle's 801. I think so. Yeah, you're probably right. Took a little while. We have to come up with a better way to time these guys. Well, on you the two are both very easy on our winner today. We did. We, we went field day. It's Friday. Yeah. And we'll finish with this. Geez, Will apologizes to callers who didn't get to play trivia but won't accept a tearful apology from the dream from six years ago. I can't tell if that's Snowflake or Curmudgeon. It's so confusing. When Snowflake meets Curmudgeon, that's solid what it point. is. It's a very solid point. I do feel bad for our callers. I don't feel bad for Raheem Moore. Okay, Mario is not here to pinpoint our mistakes, but uh, apparently Dan Tanner is taking his place. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. What's up, Smiley? What's up, guys? Let's kick this thing off with Will. You were trying to say games in hand, but this is what you said. The Avs were in a playoff spot. Well, through no fault of their own, they're no longer in a playoff spot, and they're back 
with work to do, teams to jump. Again, that's what happens when you have a bye week. They still have game in hands. <laughs> you know what that's like? And I, and I hate the terminology when you're talking about the, the Commanders-in-Chief yeah. trophy. It's not Commanders-in-Chiefs. It's Commanders-in-Chief. Commanders-in-Chief? Like, how, how many holes in one have you had? It's not hole-in-ones. How many holes, holes in, in one? one? Yeah. Okay. Okay, second, uh, this one's for you, Victor. You said you had Coach Malone on Wednesday. It was actually Thursday. That was Michael Malone on this show Wednesday. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? What's today? Today's Friday. He was on with you Thursday. Jeez. When will I ever get the days right? You can't You can't criticize me. For, you know the days. If you've listened to the show, I don't know what day of the week it is, ever. No clue. Does it really matter? Well, on a Saturday, it definitely matters. Cause then if I've showed up here on a Saturday before. <laughs> okay, uh, the third one, I will criticize myself. The over-under was two, so I actually hit the under, but I did forget to turn James's mic on once. Yeah, I was pretty ticked, too. I'm sorry about that, Dan. I kind of gave you a look. No, I deserved it. I just had a really good point that I was ready to deliver. And nothing. No Marty today. Did we have any Balderdash or vegan or any of those? We didn't we have vegan, vegan until there. the text. Yeah. Yeah. No Balderdash. No Teflon. No Sloan's Lake. Wow. Can tell you were in a good mood. All right, Will. Again, I said I'm... that everybody is watching on Periscope. Heard it during the break that yeah. I was in a bad mood when the show started. Now I'm in a great mood. So just so everybody's in the loop on what we talked about. We talked a little bit about Wilson Chandler. We talked about how the you know the little pain makes the journey better. So you should forgive Raheem more. Uh, what else did we talk about? Just so everyone knows. Vic's headache. Vic's headache. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and how great this job is. And how Will's going to buy us our breakfast Monday. Oh, yeah, that was cool, yeah. too. That was <laughs> what? Okay, uh, fourth on the list, um, Will, we were talking about Kirstie Alley. It's Kirstie Alley. This is how you said it. And finally, we'll cl- close with Kirstie Alley, 67. So Kirstie, Kirstie, two separate names. You know, and there, there is that era oh. where, where guys, these names, like, they're the same Kirsten, Kirsty, Christy. Make Kirsten, your mind up. What, yeah. do you, what do you want to do? What do you want? What, what you what you aim to do in your life? Just get your name, Kirsty, Kristen. It's all the same damn thing. You're just reassembling those vowels and concepts. What is it? What's it going to be? Sounds like an airing of a grievance. Go on. Okay, the last one. Will, I'm sorry, dude. We got to do it too. You just said it. We pulled it real quick. Here it is. Fanny Pack Manchester standing up for Cam's off-field personality, but has issues with Trevor as a person. As a person, hashtag sad. Yeah, struggle for oh his shin, God. man. And that's all I got, fellas. So once again, a, seg- a segment where I didn't have a mistake and you two guys dominated. Well, and as long as Dan's picking on me, how many callers did you hang up on today? Was yeah. that five yeah. or seven? Um, yeah, that was kind it was of like a, five or six. Kind yeah. of a train wreck. Yeah. Uh, and I did uh, reply all on an email, so I'll take uh, blame on that. Okay, that was him. It's just let it all out there day, apparently, huh? Come on, Jesse. You're better than that. Why do you think Will brought it up? <laughs> you're, better, you're better than that, Jesse. It's embarrassing. All right, before we say goodbye, our fired up finale, what it be? This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. You know, you can't smoke outside anymore, right? You can't smoke next to a Trader Joe's. People will freaking tackle you. If you probably. smoke a Marlboro next to a Trader Joe's, what will happen to you? Uh, you'll, you'll probably be physically assaulted, yes. But if you smoke pot, it's okay. Totally fine. It's all right. You know, it's cool, man. What are you doing, man? What are you doing? It's cool. But if you smoke a, a Marlboro, huh, watch out. There might be some Marlboros in my weekend. Landmine. <laughs> That got out there a second time. It's just a different reaction in this 